Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you're going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. And there's Big Dick Toledo. And somewhere on that road, that long, winding road, it's Corey Feldman. He's leaving town. We'll get to the Diamondbacks in a minute. Something huge in this city last night. Something huge happened in this town last night. And I was happy that you boys got to witness what I already knew was a spectacle you cannot replicate. You cannot imagine. You, 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 a therapist has years and years and years of books and material based on one showing of the delusion that is Corey Feldman. It's indescribable. You know what I compare it to? can't describe it. Was no. I wrong? When no. I did it last year and I came back, you guys were like, it can't be this bad. It can't be. Was I wrong? No, no. not at all. I, I, I undersold it probably. You the, know what I compare it to? Yeah. It. yeah. What, um, on your side of it, looking at us? Yeah. It's... Similar to the reaction that you took a person to see the top fuel funny car mm-hmm. run for the first time. You, That's a good comparison. That's you true. just want to see yeah. people react. Because you don't know what you're getting into. Some guy's been telling you the whole time, I'm not. Chris Katera, who I went with, a friend of mine, yeah. I, I was twisting his arm. I'm like, look, just come. He's a musician. He's a very good musician. He plays multiple instruments. He produces music for a living, too, not just like. He's very good. And I told him, I'm like, you haven't seen anything like this. You don't know music yet. You're, you're a novice. You're a plebe. You've, you've got to see Corey to understand what it's about. And then about 8.30, he texts back. He goes, I didn't realize. He said, how's it going? And I said, it doesn't start till 10. I'm still watching the game. And he goes, he didn't go on until 10 o'clock? And I'm like, no. I said, all right, pick me up at 9.15. I'm like, oh. We get in the car, and Chris says to me, he goes, this is this better be more than just some mediocre shit. and I'm like Chris mediocre is a bar so high for Corey <laughs> you're going to find entertainment in ways you didn't know that were possible you didn't realize how often a man can tell his band to stop and start over and then realize they do this 20 times a month and they still ha- they cannot iron anything out nothing about that show flows smoothly the little errors in life, not just the show, in life, his box set is for sale. And on the box set is a drawing of Corey, some rainbows, two naked ladies, and a cop holding a black guy at gunpoint with the I can't breathe sign. 
I mean, it's just it's insane. Fingers off the pulse so far. I've never. And last night was even better than the first one. If he had a residency, I'd go once a week at least. I've never heard the sound that I heard last night when the opening song. The sound of, I'm going to say, 225 jaws drop. Yeah, yeah. When Comeback Kings. When Comeback Kings started. Well, the best part of Comeback King is nothing's different than last year except the video's longer. The intro video. A celebration of 30 years of Feldman, which is basically a celebration of 30 years of not getting much done. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It's it's a video of, like, he's on Geraldo's talk show at one point. Like, you still run that video. And then it doesn't, like, it, it's not like U2's, you know, starts here in Ireland and then you see him and then they're sold out in some Brazilian stadium of 200,000 soccer fans. It's Corey. In front of, like Brady said, maximum 225 people. By the way, there's a band before them uh, that had shirts that said, I love PP. I forgot the name of them. Something people. I saw they were selling the merch. Yeah. And they. Pra- practicing people. Practice, practice people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they evidently drew like 400 people. And Corey, again, the delusion that exists when he watches half of the crowd walking away during his first couple songs. And he won't admit it's because of him. <laughs> I know, it's Thursday, and a lot of people have kids. I just want to thank you for coming out in the first place. Like, no, 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 Corey, they're not going home because they have responsibilities. They're going home because they can't believe, they can't put themselves through this. They can't Corey, hear you either. I bought, with the promise from Corey Feldman on stage, I purchased the box set. I still haven't opened it. It's in my car. There it is. Brett has it pulled up. <laughs> I didn't notice... In Loved Left 2.1, the box set, which is a giant heart. I think he just took old C's candies for Valentine's Day and yes. rewrapped them. Big heart box. I only saw, for for no reason whatsoever, there's a there's a, a guy playing a, a V, flying V guitar. Yeah. There's two ladies next to Corey's head. The rip-off Aerosmith logo right, behind him. Right. There's <laughs> no... That's right. I saw the heart and he wings on it. There's no reason to have a man, a black man... With I can't breathe, holding sign, and a cop has a gun to his head. There's no reason for that to be on this at all. And we had we brought the only black guy in the building. My friend Brian's friend was a there black was guy. One other on the floor. Was there another one down one there? Oh, he must the be floor. working. There's I no. Think he was lost. Okay, yeah, he definitely lost a contest. And I tried to get our black friend to go to Corey and have him autograph the box for the box set and say. Autograph right here, mother f- and point to the I can't breathe because there's I don't know what I don't know what he's thinking with that art. Secondly, the box set for sale, Corey says, Do you buy the box set? I'll autograph it after. I'm like, I'm doing that. I'm I'm doing this. I'm going to I want to see him on a performer's high after the show. I go to buy the box set at the merch table. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Now, you'd think the lady behind the, the counter is all about selling merch. She's got to get a cut. That's the only thing she'd do. Like she's, think. So there's a person in front of me, a lady there, that should buy some Corey Feldman booty shorts and a tank top. There's a lady that I know. Uh, well, she's she's uh, been a listener for a long time, and she's standing next to the table, and I'm chatting with her. And then I said, i got to order my thing. Hang on. So I said, I point to the picture. There wasn't one on the table. There was a picture of, of a box set on the table. I said, I would like one of those. And the lady looks down at it and then looks at me. And I said, the box set. 
You know that's $275, right? <laughs> I don't care. I would like to box that, please. She looked at me like I asked her for moon rocks. She, she went back to the thing just looking at me like somebody's buying this. And they have the nerve on the little thing to ask for a tip. $275. I wouldn't spend that Could for Could you see a, if there was any other ones? They, well, at the end of the night, after everything was over, I went by again and they had two on the table. Like people, these are going like hotcakes. <laughs> one was on the table yeah. when I went okay. over there. So they added a second. They're, they're flying out the door. I went. At, we went down on the floor for the encore. Which Brady, you Irish, goodbye this thing. Yeah, way too oh, soon. You missed it. Well, I took a picture with Sloth, and then I. Yeah, I, uh, we went down. Sloth waved us down. Like you know, let's go stand down there. Was the guy who was in the Goonies mask, and so we went. We all ran down from our perch, <laughs> and uh, go to see. And I held up my box set. And Corey goes, guy bought a box set. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You missed the encore because we stood in our little, we were up in the, at Marquee Theater. I, I'm not kidding. That was I couldn't the, take it Brady, anymore. Brady, what couldn't you take? The greatest night of entertainment of your life? More of that? Oh, my God. What couldn't you take? I thought, so you're right. Bizarre. I missed all. You left. I thought I saw it all. You did. No. You I missed didn't. the encore. I missed it. Which yeah. was the best part. Guess I have to go back. It was. Past- I'm going back because I got to get Corey to sign my box set. A lot went wrong with the uh, signing of the box set. It was just past eleven dark. There was a countdown for Brady. Oh, when I saw him on the floor, I'm like, he's out. He's out. <laughs> he's, well, he walked by see? me when I coming back with the box set. I got to go down there. And- Bathroom. I mean, you're that merch. Go check the merch tent. And then when I saw you again with no merch, <laughs> gotta go see. I'm like, yeah. all right. Netanyahu went to the merch tent, stared at it, didn't say a word. I'm not buying. Let me tell you tent. something at the merch tent. What do you got in double X? We got one one shirt. That one right there. I'll take it. The 2017 tour shirt. <laughs> right. Yeah, because he's getting rid of all his oldness. Six years again, old. you could have got that cheaper. Even that you could have. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. You could have whittled that price. Could have larried that right down. Man, I should have. Better that he sells 2017. Forty five dollars. <laughs> Worth it. Two seventy five for the box, and I'm not. I'm never opening it. <laughs> I'm never going to see what's in I'm going to see if he'll sh- sign that shirt then next year. The the guy we were with, I forgot his name. What was the black guy's name? Do you remember? Oh, no, My no, buddy no. Brian's friend. He was he was great. He looked Sheriff? At me, he, yeah, yeah, the sheriff. We'll just call him the My sheriff. My man. Sheriff Little. <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, uh, I, he said, what's in it? And I'm like, I don't know. And I'll never know. I'm never opening this. And he goes, I bet you it's just a bunch of chocolate. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be great <laughs> if it was just a box of chocolate? When you came upstairs with that thing, it's like you're delivering a corsage to your prom date. Yeah. You were so giddy oh, uh, with that box. You set. didn't we see happiness. You didn't oh see God. happiness until the the encore works. It wasn't supposed to work, but delusional Corey Feldman left the stage after the song, and everybody started to leave. And about thirty people stayed, maybe thirty thirty five people, yeah. and started screaming. One more song. Corey, Corey, one more song. And it was loud, too, for and 30 people. For, it was like a Seahawks crowd. Yeah. They just they fill a room with like 10 voices. And I was standing up in that thing, and, and Chris was like, we should go. And I'm like, no, no. There might be an encore, and it might be the only legitimate encore I've ever witnessed. Actually, that's not true. Hootie and the Blowfish did a double encore once, came out, had, did half a song they didn't know, and said, guys, we just, we didn't. We didn't expect you to stick around the song. We thought we could pull one off. We can't. We don't have anything left. And I'm like, that's a legit encore. So many encores are just choreographed, and they go through the motions. They're coming out no matter what. Corey Feldman's encore was an outpouring of love from people making fun of him. 
that he didn't recognize was happening, and he absorbed the love and said, they want me back, and went back out on stage for about 30 people and then screwed up the beginning. <laughs> Again. Like the fifth One last song. mess up. And my, my friend Brian pointed out, because in the middle of the encore, Brady, which lasted what? It was one song, might have lasted 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, because his intros that he's already done yeah. three times right. during the show. Well, no, not like this. Now, he's brought up, he's talked about it. He went through and gave the bio and name of every performer on the stage. And then they did a little solo. Were you there when he talked to the saxophone? You weren't. You left right before yeah, all the good that. stuff. Oh, my God. He scatted with the sax. Like the sax guy who wasn't That's what very that was yeah, yeah he wasn't yeah. very good at playing sax <laughs> and then Corey would go over and go did it bet did it did it and the guy would go I told you he was a senior at Tempe High yeah. they pulled him out of the crowd Best. he only had two days to learn all another all the songs. amazing moment for me was walking to the merch tent during the show <laughs> and the sax guys standing. In the lobby of the Marquee Theater with his sax, enjoying a water and a chat. <laughs> oh, I got to go. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> he came back in the room. Oh, they're going to go to him on the floor. Like no nope. spotlight to play. Just nope. busy. He was just hanging out. The spotlights never hit the band. No. They were always the just a few feet in front of him. Doing them. his own song. That nobody and the knew. Spotlights no. were behind oh. him. You couldn't see him. And, the, and then the encore goes on and on and on, and it never ended. And then I, I talked to the guy in the sound booth, and he said, uh, I, I asked the guy actually running the shows, like, is there going to be an encore? Should we go? And he goes, there's not going to be any f encore. It's Corey Feldman. He goes, these people <laughs> seem to want one. He goes, there's not going to be a f encore. I'll turn it off. <laughs> and the manager came up to him and he goes, Corey wants an encore. <laughs> He's like, what? Corey's going to do the encore. It's like, mother <laughs> And then he came out and did it. I, I, the, the, the pure joy. You didn't see this. And this was not... I now know how those ladies at the Ed Sullivan Theater felt when the Beatles were on. Because when he... When I saw the glitter walking around backstage from our, our, our balcony, when people are screaming one more song, I... Out of my own control, hopped up on one of the booths and started jumping up and down, screaming, he's going to do it, he's going to do it. <laughs> and he came back out, and I just screamed, Corey, I'm leaping. I was so happy. I've never felt joy like that. Doug Hopkins sent me a thing this morning, because he had a suite to the baseball game. And he said, uh, it said, I guarantee you that Feldman was not as good as going with us to the game last night. Bad call. And I said, Doug, to a man. Everyone that went with me, all of us said it might be one of the best nights we've ever had. Ford Feldman is a spectacle. He's a comet. He's the northern lights flashing while Bigfoot crosses a busy street. He's lightning striking lightning. <laughs> I can't tell you how incredible the Feldman experience is. And when I might travel to see Corey, if Corey's in the town, like if he's in Texas, it seems worth it. Set jet right on over there. Oh, yeah. I'll just, I'll just get on that set jet, and I will private plane to Corey. I have to. Here's your box side. Don't you actually show get, me what's in it. You actually get it. an all-access pass in there. Oh, that's that probably how those... Yeah. When I went to get Corey's autograph at the end, because who doesn't want that? <laughs> There's a, a group of about five people that were... They're because of us. Yeah. Oh, Holmberg. Hey, Holmberg, what's up? And I'm like, well, they're kicking me out because I don't have a laminate. But Corey said, and I kept telling the security lady, Corey Feldman said, if you buy the box set, you get the meet and greet. 
well, if you don't have a laminate, you can't do it. Well, nobody told me the laminate was in the box set, which I'll never open. So the guys are like, I'll give it to him and I'll bring it down to the station. I'm like, no, you're going to steal my tuner. Nobody, this goes to no one's hands but mine. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the guitar player's standing there for no reason. Like, hey, you can sign it. So I have the sax player and the guitar player's autograph. He was so definitive, the guitar player and what he told you too. Yeah. Yeah, it's there somewhere. The sax player uh, ran and got as a Sharpie from the office. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a pen. He goes, I'll be right back. And he came back with a Sharpie. I haven't lived a better day in my life. I, aside from the day my children Laura were Dern? never born. Did you see her after? No, I did not get to see a uh, horsier-faced Laura during the new. <laughs> the, my favorite moment, too, was screaming out at Corey when he's like, you know, I've gone through some stuff, and this new piano player, she's here for one reason. And I just said, your wife left you. And it, w- I knew he could hear me because the Meatballs 4 comment stopped him in his tracks. It stopped the story. <laughs> he could hear us. The, uh, the uh, People, I'm telling you, Next time he's here, I want it at the ballpark. We can fill this. And you'll and again, you've never seen delusion on display like this in your life. There's moments that you're almost starting to feel empathetic and but you can't cuz then he does something that makes you go this is why we're here. So I get seeing someone on the same him. tour. Like seeing Foo Fighters at the beginning of the tour, they add a leg later, <laughs> right. right? You know what the set list is, right. you know that. Yep. You saw him last year on leg yeah. 3 of mm-hmm. what he called of the tour and you were calling out stuff last night that you knew oh, was Oh, it's the same happen. it's the exact same thing. The videos are a little longer and maybe a little better. Oh, and the finger on the pulse again. He's got a brand new animated video he plays. Yeah. Of what looks to be Hamas attacking Jerusalem. Yep. <laughs> and then they came out with I, the I flags and the military yeah, gear yeah, on military too. From gear a and, tank with hearts on it. Right. And then, yeah, because it shot rainbows yeah. at the Hamas and fixed things. Hey, the dude has no clue. He's the only one in the building who's not in on the joke. He's yes. the only one there that doesn't get what's happening in the crowd. It is, you've never seen human behavior like this. I I did this one year ago. I will do it a year from now. And I think I've got willing participants again, at least ready for three quarters of it. Because he's got, you're in, you have to. Can it get worse? Can it get better? What else goes wrong? He hit his face with the microphone like five times. He stopped and started songs because his dance moves were bad. And the timing was off, so he stopped songs. The video that is playing. He played the drums. No, he didn't. He played a drum. Oh, he tried that drum solo there yeah. right afterwards, oh, too. Which was just what you do at Guitar Center oh, if you don't yeah. know how to play drums. Yeah. It looks like Animal playing yeah. drums yeah. from the Muppets. Just pound all yeah. of them at once. Dun, the kid dun, that dun, goes dun. into the soundproof room at Guitar Center uh, and, and just, just thumps away. Yeah. Cry Little Sister, he uh, did the uh, oh. the striking pose with the arms spread out, and he drops the leather jacket, or whatever oh. the jacket is he has, yeah. and exposes him. He took his shirt off. Yeah, yeah and then his... Uh, <laughs> Sleeve gets snagged on the side, and he can't get the microphone because he didn't realize to let go yeah. of the goddamn microphone. The one song he plays guitar on, he plugs it in. Well, and the it goes. Chord can bury me. Oh yeah, there was, was no awesome. room on the cord either. He was. It was one of those like USB cords where you're like, hey, they said this was 15 feet. It's five. He barely got away from the. Not amp. only that, did you notice? Oh my god! I think you were downstairs getting your box set when show. this happened because. So he gra- goes back, grabs his guitar, comes to the front of the stage, plugs in the one end of <laughs> of the cord, then walks back <laughs> to the end yeah. and to plug in the other you end. fed back. I heard the feedback. I didn't know what it was. And then uh, Ryan explained it to me. And then Ryan, the drummer from uh, my band, which, by the way, I'll never say we had a bad show again. Because as bad as it gets, it's never Feldman. 
Um, and we're drunk, like most of the time. Uh, during Stand By Me, Corey gets behind the kit because he's like, dude, I got to show off my, I'm a multi-musical instrumentalist. And and it's, doom, doom. He played it's Stand By Me slower than Stand By Me goes. Yeah. And then Ryan turns to me, he goes, you know, there's no drums in this song. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I don't think there is drums in Stand By no, Me. No, it's, it's like vocal. <laughs> yeah, it's got that thing. It's not really a drum. It's more of a, of a yeah. The scatting to the saxophone, I was sad that you left. Because that went on for like two minutes like he was Ella Fitzgerald. Far too long. You, you can't imagine a guy thinking, oh. this is going well. I love special needs Maynard singing Stand By Me yes, instead. Yes. And then the new drummer, because oh. all, all of his band leaves like after each champ. leg. <laughs> and special needs Maynard went out there. It's sort of Kid Rock and Maynard had a child oh. and then bought overalls. Oh, man. And then he, he sang Stand By Me. But he's got no feeling for the song. So when it was like, uh, when the sky we look upon should crumble and fall, he falls down. And I, and he's doing the words. Like he's acting it out like a six-year-old. <laughs> he doesn't know what the song's no. about or anything. He's do, he's being silly. The he's in on the joke. Him. He's in on the joke. And then he's like kind of a drummer. But Corey's playing the song so slow. Uh, uh, people, you've wasted your money at every U-Fest we've ever told you to go to. If we don't have Feldman, it's not worth it. And the new beauty coming out and singing Goonies. And she was better oh. than the wife. Are you serious? Oh, by that a lot. Can't, no way. She was we've seen that wife. video. She yeah. was better than the wife. <sighs> she had she a, wasn't good. No, no. She had a tone at first that was actually like, hey, that's yeah. not bad. And then lost it. And then and then started to have high notes. And But, okay, so, and then the other thing was <laughs> they run video uh, Brian, my friend Brian turns, he goes, do you think they're running tracks? And I'm like, can you imagine these guys trying to stay on time for recorded tracks? They can't stay on time for Corey's dance moves. They have to start over. The, the tracks would be a mess. You look at the video that's uh, when he did the, uh, hey, kids, rock and roll with Michael Damien. <laughs> it runs the uh, MTV video. It's even got the yep. the watermarks and the signature on it to say this is the video, you know, Epic Records, whatever. And when he and Corey Haim were dancing on stage with him, well, they started it at the same time, and something went wrong. Because if you were watching the video and watching Corey, he's trying to match the moves, but now the video is is off, off six seconds. It's not even like a little bit. It's like six. They're at totally different parts of the song. Mind mind bending. And I, I, if you did mushrooms, you wouldn't have a trip like this. His lights and fog machines were straight off Amazon Prime deals yes. yesterday. I mean, yes. and he was turning yes. them on and he off had himself. To, he had a hand he turn them on. the smoke machine. <laughs> he kept singing and messing with his flags. It's like, leave the guy. Those are the little touches though, that make the show. There's a fan on the flags. The fans were on, like, low. And, and the saxophone to... guy. Oh, he was very adamant about making that Because flag. he knew Corey could see that out of the... It would, yeah. it would drive him nuts well, he's been yelled at. Wasn't. Clearly, Corey yes. yelled at the sax guy for not straightening the flag out multiple times has not yelled at the new girl yet because her flag was just a tattered disaster <laughs> I, i'm telling you we, it's, it's a special event like, it is a spe- it is a special event like the olympic special event <laughs> and he's he'll and it's back, serious and he means it and if any local band had that kind of passion for their crap <laughs> I'd give you a little more credit. I've never seen someone embrace nothingness more than him. I'm an atheist. I don't embrace nothingness more than this guy. Like, I still think there's probably a little something. I've never seen so many dance moves and songs with absolutely no presence. 
Oh, yeah. Well, stage. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. The same present oh. on every song. It's weird. It's weird half-assed Michael Jackson moves. I'm telling you, your eyes have not seen anything it, like it. It's a spectacle. I didn't undersell this. I'm not underselling it now because no. he he delivered to me again. You can't after, sell it enough. I was a little worried when I left. I'm like, I got a lot of guys showing up to this thing. And my friend Brian was the same because we went last year, the two of us. I said, I got a lot of guys I've talked into going to see this and telling them that this is... I'm, Chris was telling me, he goes, well, what is it? Like, just bad music? Because we're playing the music on the drive over. He goes, this, oh, you're taking me to a bad rap show? I'm like, no, no, no. It's bad rap. It's bad pop. It's bad rock. It's He covers all the genres. At one point, it's bad jazz. They don't even know they're playing jazz. They're just four guys doing different songs at once. And and I said, you can't you can't discount the mistakes that will stand out and make you laugh hysterically. They've not ironed out a single thing. And right off the bat, he screws up the beginning. With the timing, and he asked the drummer to start over. And <laughs> the video buildup was the video buildup isn't and bad. And then the video ends, and you're like, they're not on stage. Nobody's on stage. Yeah, they're not. They're the not ready video to go. Pumps you up for the Feldman, and then there's five minutes. Uh, and then minutes it ends of with a big. <laughs> when you're like, now a guitar should start, a drum should hit. Then the band takes the stage, and then they're doing. One guy goes check, 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 check. Yes. And like, we did that already, I think. Well, the Denny's waitress up there that was playing keyboards was still plugging stuff in yes. between the video and them starting, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> she could have been doing it during the video. <laughs> it sends everyone to Ricky Gervais. He means it. I swear to God, he means it. He's up there. He wants to be He wants to be famous, doesn't he? I can't believe it's happening. Anyway. She played that iMac better than anyone I've seen. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> What was the one where they couldn't get it started and I just screamed, hit F5. (laughs) (laughs) We had video technical difficulties. He always points out what's going wrong that you might not even know. All the stuff that is going wrong that you see. Sorry about that. Sorry. Video screen broke behind us. You might have noticed. And then uh, the next song, my friend Brian goes, John, come here. And he goes, they got the video thing. It's not the video screen that's bad. The dude aiming the video, it was half on the screen, half off the screen. It was just a little piece of it was in the corner of the screen. So you could see, and he goes, it's a naked lady dancing in neon. And it was just some lady's body, like, flopping around off the stage. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, Feldman, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will will see you again, my friend. And he's in Vegas. November 25th. That's Thanksgiving. Who's oh, going man. <laughs> and it's this Saturday after Thanksgiving. you got to be kidding me. Uh, people, Grandma, Grandpa, do you remember Lost Boys? Well, of course. It's a wonderful <laughs> film. <laughs> the, like the fourth or fifth level star from that is playing a, oh, a show tonight God. at the Sand Dollar downtown. If you're... Well, I've got all that trip to fan. Is it going to be entertaining? Oh, you will be entertained. Can't, I can't tell you. I had all those people. I was like, yeah, I, I've sold this thing. Hopefully, Corey hasn't hasn't you know ironed out the wrinkles here in this, and it's still a little bit. It was funnier than the last time. The true, absolute laughs that I got. The real, <laughs> gut hearty, hilarious. And some of them looking at you guys. I started laughing looking at you because that's how I saw it. The first time I watched you lose your virginity to Feldman. Yeah. And your eyes were all like big pie plates and your mouths were agape. Like, <laughs> when does he say, I'm just kidding and leave? He this doesn't. is the bottom, right? This, yeah, is, this is as bad it? as it gets. No, no, no. He stuck no, to his mic stand. It goes to all new levels. Every <laughs> no, his coat buckle got stuck to the mic stand. It's going to get worse. I would, right when I thought it. And again, right when you start having empathy going, I feel bad. He's the only one who doesn't get it. He does something that make you go, makes you just say, oh, f- you, Feldman. <laughs> 
100%. It was the most He got a dose in the first two songs seen. of what a packed house sounds like. Oh, boy. The energy was... He was so excited. And I think he was frightened. And you're supposed to chant, or you're supposed to sing the opening lines of Comeback King to bring him on stage. Nobody knows the song. So the guitarist goes on with no life in his voice at all. I'm the comeback, comeback king. I'm the comeback, comeback king. Never says, come on, everybody. And he just does that for about a minute. That thing was looped for like 20 oh. minutes. I'm like, man. The song's a 20-minute loop. Feldman, you don't disappoint in disappointing me. It is guaranteed disappointment at a level you've never felt in your life. We get him for this year's comedy show. I mean, come uh, Well... It is pure who comedy. Who was it that said, this is, who was it, Katero, that said, this is your Christmas party this year. You've got yeah. to come back. And I'm like, I got uh, two reasons I want that to happen. A, Feldman at the Christmas party will be the greatest thing that's ever happened. B, how much does he cost? How do I negotiate with Feldman? I want you to play our Christmas party. Because you know he's not above it. He'd think, what, Christmas party? I don't do bar mitzvahs and party. You should. You He'd absolutely do should do this. He would do a bar mitzvah in a heartbeat. I just want to see his writer. Oh yeah, what, well, we were there was a paper with yellow highlighter. Say. Yeah, we can't and we yellow highlighter. Well, we're not supposed to say. We we saw it. I'm like, what's it. this? And uh, we were told those are all the costume changes. And there were there were nine in the first twelve songs. <laughs> and you don't even notice. At one point, he's stolen a giant hat from Enough's Enough, and it's, it's amazing. I don't want to be here today. I want to just. I want to be in the afterglow of Feldman as the sun comes up. I got home at one. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was it's the best. I want to go again. And I had like a whole map out of like, I wasn't ever going to tell him I was the radio guy that interviewed him. I was just going to say like I made baby caskets or something if he asked me what I did for a living. <laughs> just, just. There, I want to do a documentary called uh, Effin' with Feldman. And just film every. Don't ask him any questions. Just film this. All you got to do is film it. It was the biggest thing that happened in the city last night. I know, I know, I know. Diamondbacks are in the NLCS. But this was bigger. And you can't, you can't believe it. The best night anyone had in this city was that dude I talked to who went to both the baseball game, and then shot over to the marquee after for Feldman. Oh, wow. He caught them both. Brady, I don't know how you left that thing early. I don't know how you can't sit back and go, what's next? You walked out thinking, I've seen it all. You hadn't, you hadn't even come close. The sack scat, the encore. Oh. Mother. It looked like you had the, oh. uh, the Peter Frampton thing up there, the tube. Oh, the, for, but he yeah. never, no, never he went He doesn't play it. the guitar. He just holds it. It's no, he means the voice thing. The like, voice thing. Do you feel like we do? Yeah, yeah but you have to I have a guitar to make that. that work. Well, he brought up that guitar yeah. at one point, but he doesn't. Yeah. But he doesn't <laughs> play it. I'm convinced it has no strings. I, that's Feldman, ladies and gentlemen. The Feldman recap is real. I'm so glad you guys got to see it. I feel like uh, Tim, who guards the cave of the Carabinog. <laughs> After nobody believed him. And then the rabbit attacked. And he goes, I told you. <laughs> He's got leap for miles. His teeth are pointy. Look at the bones. John, I'm starting to think that Corey Haim got off easy. Oh, Corey Haim did the right thing. <laughs> Dude, it was great. And then to the guy who had the sign that said, <laughs> uh, it basically said, on my back, King, instead of comeback, King. 
ridiculous. I got to say I'm speechless. I, you know, I mean, I'm. Oh my god! It's not too often I'd say that, but I'm telling you, <laughs> somebody sent me a before and after of the crowd. Like, yes, it's pretty full, and then there's like ninety people. Five songs. Five songs. I, I think they made it. And we a, lost the third. Started watching people walk out, and Corey made a point to. It's Lottie, okay. I have to go. It's all. I understand. It's okay. People have kids. Got to get up in the morning. It's a Wednesday. I'm like that's not why they're leaving. They were perfectly willing to come out on a on a Wednesday night and enjoy music. And then you started playing it's what you think is music, and still they not acknowledging the people who were right. Right. In front and of then them. his encore quote was, "We weren't sure we were going to do an encore since uh, most of you have gone home." I'm like, "No, we're still here. That's not how language works. You don't talk about." The people who've left to the people who were there as if they're the same people. Most of you guys have already gone home. No. You, they can't hear you. Speak to your crowd. Speak to the ones who toughed it out. Thanks for staying. That's what you say. I want to thank you guys for sticking around on a Wednesday night. I know it's tough. I leaned over to Toledo and said, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm ready for Playdio this year. This is going to be great. <laughs> When you were at Pink on Monday, at one point, did half the audience start to leave? And Pink's like, yeah, I know, I know. It's a Monday. A lot of folks have stuff to do tomorrow. Nope. No. It's like Corey's never been to a concert. Yes. 100%. Mother. Can we have some? Come back tonight. I'm looking into how to book him. So I'm looking at Chuck Burnell Artists Worldwide Agency on his website. So I'm going to click on the link here. There we go. It's part. It's a a GoDaddy. It's a dead link. (laughs) It's a GoDaddy.com. Get this domain. You can buy his booking page. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's book him to any and everything. Oh, my God. The artist booking page for Corey Feldman ran out of juice <laughs> and had to go back to available. <laughs> he means it. I can't believe it. He means it. He's going to do another song. He's done an encore. Babe, did you not hit the auto pay on the website? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm getting divorced. Okay, I'm sorry. I've gone on long enough, but I, it, it's it, it was a life event. No, no, well, he sold the box set. Now he can afford to pay for his website, oh, like hotcakes. So uh, that box set went out the door. And my friend Brian's like, you know, he's backstage changing his shirt, and somebody ran up. Go, Corey, we sold the box set. Well, get more out on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I own a Corey Feldman box set, and I was warned by the lady selling it. That it's overpriced by a lot. Two seventy five, and I didn't blink at that. I should have, but I didn't. I, a out of embarrassment because I wasn't going to go. Are you kidding? That's too much. And then I would go through and I'd go, "How much do you think I paid for this?" And people be like, "I don't know, hundred dollars." I'm like, two seventy five. And what the? F- I thought two hundred <laughs> when I guessed. Yeah. upstairs might have been one high. guy upstairs guessed three. Wow. I'm like you're insane. It was. I was 175 yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Brady, Brady missed by a little too. <sighs> anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, it's 619. And don't say Comeback King for a wake-up song. My God. Glorious. Uh, we'll recap t- the Diamondbacks in a minute. Yeah, we'll I get know. to that. That was the other thing that happened in town. I, I vaguely remember a little. That wasn't a life event. Uh, it's uh, 619. Give us a call. Wake us up with a good one. 585-9800. The delusional Corey Feldman leaves our city, and you guys missed it, and I'm ashamed of all of you. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Jesus Christ, Felton, we're still talking about it. I also got to say thanks to the uh, police officers who were outside, Tempe's Finest, because when we were outside uh, getting our tickets from uh, Tracy at Marquis, is awesome. She's great. And so uh, the cop stops, hears us talking, and he goes, hey, I actually requested this event because I wanted to see it because of you guys. <laughs> the, the police wanted, the not the good police, you know what I meant, not the guys, the, the actual police officers, not Sting and yeah, Gordon Sumner and the gang. No, he actually said, I requested this event because I wanted to see what you guys were talking about. And not disappointing at all. The actual cops. And then to have... Evidently, we missed a homecoming dance with the bands before. Yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of teenage girls there. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And the conga line. There was, for, no, for some reason, everybody's like, let's make a mockery of this, too. And made a conga line in the middle of a song. That isn't First time I seen that at the oh, marquee. Oh, not a mosh pit, like a centipede no. snake. Like, it was like, I was so happy. I've not felt joy like that in a long time. Uh, also, you know, sub-headline. Diamondbacks are in the uh, National League Championship Series. And here's a problem I have. Maybe that helped, though, going into it, that we just finished the Diamondback game. If you watch it on TV, I did. I, I did. No, Brady. Go, and yeah. I'm like, no. It did make you feel good. The it Diamondbacks did. had a nice moment of beating the Dodgers and beating the tar out of the Dodgers. Uh, here's the here's the thing I'm going to beg of you, and and this Diamondback fan, uh, Jacob, because I'm on the fence here. I, I'm I'm kind of in a pickle. I'm in a pickle. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, on behalf of all D-backs fan fans, welcome to the club, John. We're going to the World Series, baby. All right, Jacob. That's a little early, but. I like the enthusiasm and the confidence. And if it happens, I did say I would be involved in it. And I don't know if I have to. I mean, I don't know. I actually have to stand behind that. But it would be pretty cruddy of me not to. But I mean, really, what are you going to do? You can't change a man's heart. Diamondbacks won last night, and in amazing fashion, three games they took the Dodgers, who are now notorious. They're now the '90s Braves. They're a team, they're a regular season superstar that just get into the playoffs and turn into something else. This year, a little different with all the injuries and weirdness they've had to deal with. But uh, still won 100 games, still 16 games better than the Diamondbacks, who didn't have any of the injuries and weirdness that this team had. And uh, the Diamondbacks were sellers pretty much in July, looking to get rid of players. And then they're like, you know what, we'll keep them, give us a closer and we'll take our chances. We're still close, but we're not playing well. And then they just played great until September, and then they backed into the playoffs. This is a team who lost, what, their last four out of six games? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just sitting there with their fingers crossed that everything worked out to even get in the playoffs. And here they are, 5-0, and against two division winners. And I'm, I don't know what it is about Dave Roberts, but he didn't go out one time after game two and tell his pitchers, you're tipping your pitches. There's no way a team is this aggressive. With first pitches and second pitches that you're throwing. The Diamondbacks knew what was coming. And it took them an inning and a half yesterday to figure out Lance Lynn. And then that miracle fourth inning occurs. Which I've watched 
loads and loads and loads of baseball where, you know, home runs fly. I've never seen four out of five batters go deep, and one of them kind of do it twice because Moreno hit a home run that they had to review to oh, make sure it so, was foul. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I got this, and took the next, next pitch out, which tells me Lance Lynn tipped his pitches. The, you do not hit four out of – and Corbin Carroll, in the midst of that four uh, uh, home run barrage in the fourth inning – was the one batter that came up in that mix that didn't hit a home run, and he first pitch swung at something like he was going to kill someone and just got over the top of the ball. Had he connected with that, it's gone. He had his eyes on the right pitch. He knew it was coming, and he just missed it. Houston had that uh, beating of the trash cans. The, the trash cans, yeah. I heard it's the flag lady. The <laughs> they look up at the flag lady, and she holds she a book a full certain, of money. Yeah. I... It was it was obvious to me, and I'm a novice. I don't know anything that I don't know what you're doing, but you're tipping pitches. All your starting pitchers were telling the Diamondbacks some way or another. They were showing their pitches. Kershaw one out, five runs. Uh, who pitched the second game? I even forgot. Uh, 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 it was not Walker. Uh, no, I forgot who it was. That wasn't yeah. Walker, really. But uh, uh, yeah, he what he had two and a half. You know, he threw two innings and gave up three runs in the first. They were aggressively going after these pitchers, and Lance Lynn took two innings, and they're like, "We got gotcha. you." And and I mean, it was it was it, ridiculous. It took him a minute because Lance yeah. came out oh. dealing, and then all of a sudden, it just all but hell there's broke something loose. that they're doing where they're like, "There it is, got it." And maybe it is an Astros thing. Maybe they were stealing signs or coding something, but it worked, and that was remarkable. And four no-doubters. Like, these weren't like little uh, reach and bloop, kind of just barely over the fence. These guys were smashing that baseball. Bobby Miller pitched. Oh, that's right, Bobby Miller. Yeah. Didn't get out of the – it's crazy. So the Diamondbacks are in the NLCS as a sixth seed in this gauntlet of Major League Baseball playoffs now that last forever, and just it's a grind. But it was exciting. And and actually got to hand it to the Diamondback fans. They seemed to outnumber the Dodger fans, which I didn't expect. And uh, it was pretty loud. Loud, loud beat L.A. 48,000 people. Every ticket sold. I don't know if every ticket got used. And it's just neat to have that. And even if you're not a fan, it's just cool to have that that happening right here in uh, the city. Pretty neat. Now, who do they get? The Braves, who are also kind of underachieving, and, and the, or the Phillies, who are, are looking tough. just like the Diamondbacks, only maybe a little bit. Uh, m- more muscular, if you know what I mean. They're a little bit, they're they're jacked and ready. They did this last year, and so they believe they can do this whenever they decide to turn it on. So the Phillies are going after the Braves, the same way the Diamondbacks beat their division rival. And if the Phillies play the Diamondbacks, and we have to tolerate Philly fans again, like we did in the Super Bowl. Oh God, they get loud and they're, so, they're just awful humans. So much water, water. In the desert, I need water. I was here in February, and it was really hot, too. Water, 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 all of it. I need Flex Seal immediately. Yeah, I, I, it's amazing. So, And there's no words to say about the Diamondbacks. I mean, you're just sitting there going, here's the other thing. I, I, was it you that told me that yesterday, or uh, the thing about Dave Haar downstairs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, enough. with the. We're going to call it the Haar syndrome, because he's downstairs. <laughs> he's one of our sales guys. Brett says to him, uh, who saw this coming? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I saw it the whole time. Yeah, I, I, He's been calling into the season oh, since spring. Yeah. Don't, on, don't be that f- guy. You've been wrong the whole time. I called it. I saw this coming. Now, Scott the Bot downstairs have been joking around with me. Like, they're going to the series like because they'd play well and they're overachieving. And we were laughing. Scott didn't believe his own f- Don't be the Diamondbacks fan that's been 
I told you because then you just sounded like a nutbag that got lucky. It's it's the same as going. I told you that slot machine was hot. It's a random algorithm. Yeah. It's you you can't tell when one's hot and one's not. I did see a lot of things hung up in his QB, like doing game percentage and yeah. That's just being a stupid fan, like a super fan. He's he's an analyst. He didn't have that up there. By no, the way. of course not. He probably does. You're not hanging around his desk long enough to stare at his his. You know, he he's got a picture of his family and then algorithms. Har, you can't go around telling people that you saw this coming. No one. If Pedro Martinez and uh, Brian Kenny and the whole crew at MLB Network didn't Cost see this is, coming, yeah. neither did you. Start doing uh, voice memos to yourself yeah. right now for next year. Yeah, exactly. So we can confirm. Right. Also, you can blindfold yourself and hit a bullseye now and again. So if you've been barking that the Diamondbacks are going to the World Series, you didn't mean it. You're just being a super fan. Cubs fans did for 108 years. They were finally but, right. Right. I mean, you know, right. it, it happens. Clock, uh, a stop clock is right twice a yeah. day. Look, it's, I, in the beginning of spring training or uh, in uh, preseason in football, I'm like, hey, you know, if we can overcome this Matt Canada guy, the Steelers can make some noise. And I still believe that. But I'm not delusional enough to go, they're going to the Super Bowl and I'm calling it. Uh, if they end up in the Super Bowl this year, I'll be as surprised as anyone else. And I follow them from practice squad to top. Uh, and uh, there's no possible way anybody looked at that roster and looked at it. If you thought they were going to the World Series, you were not a baseball fan. You were a super fan of the Diamondbacks, and you're just saying things out of hope and dreams. And it's coming true. So I guess in a way you have the right to do it, but you still sound stupid. I was and wrong. you got to feel good going into it because it's like the two teams that you've beaten so far. Division as good winners. as it gets. Division winners. Yeah. I was wrong. I said from day one, I was like, Especially when they didn't make a move at the uh, right. at the deadline, they got Tommy Pham. I was like, "What? That ain't going to do anything." They need yeah. some rotation, and here they are proving me wrong. So I admit it; I was wrong. I, I had no idea this team could. No, do this. I thought they were go- good on them. Okay, the broadcast team and I exchanged texts, and all they kept talking about was, "How do you think the Diamondbacks will fade out of this thing? Like, how do you think they're going to screw this up? Because they're not good enough to do anything." This is the guys who watch them every day. They were not going World Series, mark my words. And Studley would say that. Like, oh, yeah. Scott would be all over, like, dude, you don't know what you're watching. This team can turn. They backed into the playoffs. Now, they're making the most out of what happened, but this is not a team that anybody, even in the end of September, I'd like to hear from anybody who thought they'd get past Milwaukee. Like, maybe you'd say they got a chance to beat Milwaukee as a short series. Nobody believed. No, no, no. Not only will they beat Milwaukee. They're going to go to L.A. and beat the... They're going to the World Series. Nobody. Nobody said that. And if you did, you weren't. You didn't know what you were talking about. It'll be the best package if they do go all the way. Um, oh you know, God. when they do the World Series things and you can f- get the whole season bundled into... Yeah. They don't even have to cover majority yeah. of the season. None of us saw it. It's <laughs> just September on. Right, just cover the playoffs. None of us. Like, nobody in the city was going to Diamondback games at all. There was no buzz with this team at all. They had a little bit in the beginning. Like, hey, they're better than we thought. This Corbin Carroll kid's real, and Zach Gallon's great. I went to a Cubs game in September while the playoff race was going on. The Cubs and Diamondbacks were a game apart for the final wild card spot. And there were two other teams. The Marlins and the Reds were right there. It's a four-team battle for one more spot. I went to Chase Field to see my Cubbies, which I don't like doing, but a friend had you know, right behind uh, the dugout. I'm like, I'm going to this. It was 25,000 Cubs fans, zero Diamondbacks fans, and they're in a they're in a playoff chase. Nobody bought this. Now you're getting swatted by a red towel. Yeah, now you're getting hit in the face by red towels. And I've been a fan since 99. 
All right. The highs and the lows. You didn't buy any tickets. I don't blame you. I wouldn't have gone either. There are very few super fans that really saw this coming. I'm glad for you. And the Diamondbacks need all of the... And beating L.A. is just a Phoenix thing. We love to beat L.A. It's huge. We love it. Like, beating the Lakers is fun. Even the Clippers was like, it's a fun thing to knock the Clippers around. The Kings, when the hockey thing went on, beating them's great. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals and Rams have that kind of pop, and I'm sure BLA used to be the Cowboys, and they got, you know. Yeah, but we it's L.A. We, we have a thing for L.A. Like, we don't want to be L.A.'s kind of, you know, stepbrother anymore, even though we do everything, like, based on how they built a city. and We're kind of L.A.'s little cousin, and we feel it. We have an inferiority complex to the giant Los Angeles, and we shouldn't. We're a better city by a lot. I've lived in L.A., I actually liked where I lived, but the rest of Los Angeles stinks. Well, so many people were Dodgers fans when you know before we had a team, right? And, you know, it was the closest thing. We had uh, yeah. Vin Scully. We, yeah. we we broadcast the games on Channel 15 here when the 80s. That was the we got WGN, you got TBS, and for some reason locally they would show Dodger games on one of the you know back before Channel 15 was an affiliate ABC. It was just an independent, and it was thrilled. Just every couple nights. Welcome to Dodger baseball. What a welcome Phoenix on board here watching the Dodgers. You know, that town doesn't have a major league baseball team. A's and um, Angels. All, you know, but a lot had to do, too, here. You had A's a, and Angels. As far as the spring training. Oh, yeah. Well, the fans everybody. of, you know, out here. You the had a lot of Cubbies. Were, and, yeah. Well, spring training is a different beast. And people travel for it. I'm talking about like local. Like but you we, have people that end up coming out here. Yeah. But because this, of that. this city is a beat L.A. town. And there's oh, a couple. yeah. We're a beat L.A. town. San Diego's a beat L.A. town because it's got the inferiority shadow of Los Angeles. It's that big, brutish, kind of formerly good-looking, but now just plastic. It's, it is what it is. It's a plastic surgery brute who you can see the warts, you know? Like, there's a lot wrong with you, but you still walk around like you look good. That had to originally stem from the Suns, too. Oh, the Suns beat LA thing was constant. In the 80s, that was a, we wanted to burn their buses. Yep. Like, we were like Boston. In the 80s, we hated the Lakers like Boston hated the Lakers. Because when we got good, after the Kevin Johnson and Mark West trade, we went to the, uh, you know, the Western Conference Finals in 89, 88 or 89. Two years in a row, actually. And the Lakers swept everybody. And you're like, mm. But the beat LA chants were huge. It was ridiculous. Hated Los Angeles. Still happens. They're just arrogant. It's an arrogant town of arrogant people who pretend like we should all be like them. And frankly, I don't want my town to look like that because it's uh, it's nine million now, people. Now not so much. A lot of them are campers outside that don't have homes. But Diamondbacks are going on, and I don't know who do you think they should like. Who who they match up better? I think the Braves. I think they match up better against the Braves. Yeah, I think so too. But I. I some reason I think I think it's going to be Philly. Yeah, I do too. I actually think Philly beats the Braves. But I think the Diamondbacks match up better with Atlanta. For some reason, I see Atlanta the same way I see L.A. It's like they're kind of underachieving. But maybe it's the Phillies. The Phillies are playing them. Just they, they should have won it. Out of his head. Look, if it wasn't for the double up a couple of days ago, they sweep them. Yeah. So it's yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Bryce Harper was awesome last night. Just dominating. Because they pissed him off. Mm-hmm. That's great. Baseball playoffs, are, they should just pick five teams in the beginning of the year and just say, here, playoffs. Because the World Baseball Classic is fun. 
because it's four weeks. Baseball just is you like get the a, results. Yeah, you, yeah you, you get an actual like the heartfelt gameplay for like 15 games rather than, you know, all right, April and May are kind of a slog. Then we get into June. It gets a little hot to sit outside. <laughs> it's fun. I love, All-Star the, I love break. baseball. Yeah, then the All-Star break happens. You're like, all right, three months to go. You get to this and it's a blast. So Diamondback fans, wear it with pride. Bandwagon jumpers, wear it with pride. I may be on that bandwagon if they uh, if, if the magic of killing birds earlier in the season by your by your ace pitcher, they got to start doing that every year. Like the way the Cubs used to bring that goat out onto the field, like that has to become a superstition where you actually kill a bird with a baseball every year. Because right now, as it stands, they're two for two. And National League Championship Series and seasons in which their ace killed a bird throwing a ball. They're just going to pick a game to release doves next time. Yeah, and then just that the- and then just skeet shoot them with your <laughs> starting pitchers. Have <laughs> <laughs> your starting pitchers stand out there at third on the third baseline, release some peace doves, and start chucking baseballs at them. And if, it's, and if your ace hits one, you're going to the World Series. It's just happening. I mean, this is like waking up from a coma. What? The Diamondbacks are what? Yeah, I know. They're going to the NLCS. Is this, what year is it? It's the same year you fell asleep. It's hard to believe. Are these for me? Uh, yeah, some are from for a little oh. bit later. Oh, I see. Last one just came in, though. <laughs> Said, I've been a Diamondbacks fan since the beginning, and I have quite a selection of Diamondbacks swag. But after last night... I now have more Corey Feldman swag than Diamondback swag. I'm telling you, it's a better experience. I'm a sports fan through and through, first and foremost. But I will take Feldman swag way over any sports memorabilia at this point. I'll probably display my Corey Feldman box set in my sports bar at home. It's a good place. I'm going to move some of the Steelers championship trophies out of the way. Some of the etched wine bottles that I ordered that have the Steelers uh, championship, their Super Bowl runs, each, I have six of them. They're almost like Lombardi trophies filled with wine. Those will go in a closet somewhere. And It's the, a good head scratcher. Everyone's looking well, around. It's this. And then it'll give yeah. me a chance to tell the tale and sell some Corey. <laughs> and I don't know what, how you guys would feel about it, but uh, again, this year's getting a little tough with timing and scheduling and, and uh, venue stuff. For our comedy show, the Happy Ending Show in December, what say we bring Corey in? What do you think? That's comedy, legendary. Could we afford it though? Is it in our budget? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Caliendo happens to be playing the weekend. We want to do it. So you get some. If if I could convince Frank to open for Feldman, oh, this might have to happen. But then, then we just turned into like a Jerry Springer show, which I'm fine. I'm fine with. <laughs> Feldman, you get Brad Williams out here do tiptoes. You know the full Monty gave her the full experience, or a mini Feldman? You know, like a 45 minute. No. Yeah, I want him to. Yeah, I want to rush him. I want to put a clock on yeah. him. Like, Look, dude, you got to hurry. So many you just got 25 the hits. minutes. Just, just the hits. Just hits, Corey. 25 minutes. <laughs> put something together for us. We don't have enough money to pay you, but it's $2,500 for the 25 minutes. You got to go. You got to hurry. And then make him have some anxiety. And I can't imagine how many things he'd end up stuck to on the stage. His, his buckles would grab the drummer's 
Oh, for God's sake, maybe this has to happen. How many costume changes did we count? I mean... Well, there were nine in the first 12, and I saw that on the list. And then there were a few more yellow lines on the playlist. So I think probably... I got six of them. I'm guessing 14, probably 12 or 14. A dozen. Yeah, with the little... With the encore? Tweets encore maybe had two. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he only did one song. It lasted forty minutes. But oh, because on the list oh, was that originally like the list we had? Didn't yeah. they have like two encore songs? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was supposed to be two encores originally. <laughs> he took the stage at ten. I got home at one o'clock. <laughs> what did he opt for? The first or second song in the I don't encore? Remember? Let me see here. What smash hit? Oh, Let the smash go. hit. Well, he didn't do any covers there. Oh, anyway, sorry. Don't get me started on that again. The other thing I wanted to talk about was the nerve of Jada Pinkett Smith to go on her podcast or whatever to tell the world, oh, you know, Will and I have been separated since 2016. Uh, You watch that man disintegrate his career and didn't ever once say, Will Smith stood up for me despite us being separated. Will Smith, you could have... You could have helped him by saying you were separated. He's going through a lot. Our marriage is dissolving. We're, we're, we're having, and Chris Rock making fun of me hurt him because he's confused, and I'm causing it. And he asked me out one time. Yeah, and Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. And then she goes and says that, and then says, someday I'll hash it out with Chris. Uh, all this doesn't need to be public. I'm like, you're the bitch making it public. Shut the f*** up. It made me, I, I thought Will Smith was the dumbest man in the world. For hitting Chris Rock. I still think that's the stupidest thing I've seen on TV by anybody. But then she's like, I thought it was a bit. I thought the two of them were doing a sketch. And when I saw Will walking back and I saw his face, I knew it wasn't. And all she had to do now with this information is say, guys, our lives are in turmoil. The rumors are true. And Will Smith's not in a good place. And it's because our marriage is breaking down. And he shouldn't have done that to Chris Rock. But you have to give him some grace on this. He's a mess. She's been separated from this guy. And hanging around him for seven years. She's writing a book about it. She is, she yeah, is the most out. evil succubus on the planet. And poor Will Smith's career is, and he was dumb. But wouldn't you have felt a little differently if, you know, a dude who you, you knew was going through this internally and like life has been, like if you're separated from your wife and still publicly pretending to be together for seven years, everybody has trouble. Well, she's and you can one, separate and reunite and separate and reunite over yeah. and over. But these guys have been like, pretend, like telling the public, nope, it's it's solid as a rock. He went on the podcast to talk about how she's banging that other guy, and never once did they say it's okay. We're separated. We, we're we're not together right now. So uh, having a relationship with someone else is is fair game. She tries to cover that statement with how they felt that you know she's basically coming out and saying. We've been separated for six years, but during during that six or seven year process, we didn't say that because we were just trying to define but Brady, our relationship. How we're trying to figure yes, each other out and where our next but relationship. But she had sex with her son's friend and talked about it, and never once said Will's okay. We we he became a cuck. He became a national embarrassment yeah. because she never once came forward and said we're not together. And have you noticed? Uh, I mean, the difference because. She's the one that's coming out with all this. Will's stuff. always has, uh, and it, all it does is bring him. Yeah. Oh, now I gotta. Yeah. Uh, she just made it to, tougher on him again. I have to talk about this, yeah. or I have to come from my, you know, standpoint without. You talk about more and more ugly. Feldman being delusional. This woman is right on par with it. 
I just I read one story, her words, and I thought, bitch, you could have fixed ten things that have happened to this guy, or he's been joked about, and think about what made her upset enough that he recognized my wife's mad. I got to defend her honor, and think of the jokes that have been told about Will Smith. Think of all the memes that yeah. have gone on about her going on saying, "Yeah, I had sex with my son's friend," like confirming her what we thought was an affair, but it turned out not to be because they weren't even together. I got to believe it is, uh, you know, when it comes down toward the core of it is, you know, here's this guy who's the box office champ. Yeah. And there's some en- envy. Some, Of course. I'm trying to get the spotlight, too, but I can, I'm not going to be able to get that. To his caliber. Yeah. She's got books to sell. She's got books that's to exactly sell. That's exactly what it is. She's yeah. trying and, to and be, a podcast. Every yep. time she's trying to get the, you know, the spotlight. But that's just evil because what he's, it is. what he's doing is keeping quiet to protect her from embarrassment. I, 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 my, my two well, he's good at Smith. that. He's, it is because, the, you know, and who knows? The guy could be could have been nailing people left okay. and right the then, whole time. Then, then don't be separated and don't yeah. start bragging about your kills. Yeah, because you're not going to say, look, he, the, the rumor was he banged Margot Robbie in that movie. Can you blame him? No. But rumor not was that all. he and Margot Robbie had a thing. Okay. Uh, that's a rumor, not sure, whatever, maybe. It doesn't surprise me at all when that kind of temptation's thrown at you and she's naked. If Margot Robbie's interested in you and you have to work with her, that's a tough walk home. And then to hear your wife tell you the trash didn't get taken out and you don't do enough around here, you're like, oh, Margot Robbie doesn't think I don't do enough. I like her. And the, the tour bus on, you know, trailer that he had, work on those films, have you right. seen that two it's stories? Amazing. <laughs> He's got a double-decker house he drives around to do... And, but he could be a dick as a person. I don't know him. It certainly but doesn't seem that way. Jada from the Pinkett stuff that he Smith does. thing going out of her way to at every turn go, oh, by the way, I did this. Like, I could have helped Will, and I didn't. Buy my book. Find out what we talked about. Uh, I've got a beef with Chris Rockford. He asked me out once because he thought Will and I were getting divorced years ago. And I told him I was still married, and Chris apologized. And then, you know, we had a hash out because he told the joke about me at the Oscars. And then she airs it out and says it shouldn't be public. Well, you're doing that. But she's an awful person. You mentioned it um, yesterday, the fact that, you know, I mean, he's got to be looking back on it. And it could have just been a prime example of at that Oscars, things might have been working out. There's a shot. And he stands up like, I'm going to ice this thing. He's in a disaster. I'm yeah. offering you here. I'm standing up for you on this to win you over. Right. Backfire. He's Cap- still trying to win that lunatic yeah. over. He's the- Captain Savaho. He's Captain Savaho to his marriage. He's like, you know what? Nobody's going to talk about you that way. He's in the, this roller coaster of lunacy. Meanwhile, she's got a red table talk where she spills all of their problems, makes him sit in that room, calls to, him out to talk about yeah. all that's wrong with him, and then tell him, by the way, I. Our son's friend. I know that. And we find out that's all for another chapter in the memoir. <laughs> right. But where was the one thing that said, but Will, we have to let everybody know that we've been separated for seven years. And during that time, we've both done things. Because that was the agreement of the separation. It's like, let's just kind of be on our own. Walk away from this for a little bit. It doesn't have to be public. But if we're going to, if it becomes public, we'll protect each other. You know, it's like it's not that and anybody betrayed anyone. You think about the schedule. I mean, he, Crazy. he's doing movies. She's got Gotham. And then, you know, he's doing movies. <laughs> right. And then she's on TV. Band. Maybe has a couple of dates. <laughs> yeah, she's opening for Feldman. <laughs> she's girl Feldman. 
she's delusional as anybody. And then has the nerve to start writing books to tell people how to live their lives. And, like, she had this podcast oh, about being a strong person. Self-realization yeah, stuff. She's a bananas. But, I, yeah, it's almost like everybody should just kind of sit back and apologize to Will Smith and go, I didn't know that this was going on, man. You still shouldn't have hit Chris Rock. I, I still agree you should have been punished for that. But I think it would have been a little easier on you had we known that you're living in this nightmare. And it's his own fault he's living in the nightmare that he had to, that it snapped him. But now you kind of go, oh, I see. Of course he snapped. His wife, his wife is horrible. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't want to give her half. She's on, like Brady said. She's on Gotham. Like, he's got to give her all that Ali money. And coming off filming the movie at the time, he's going to snap. He's like, I had to play yeah. Richard Williams. <laughs> yeah, he was Dick Dick Williams, and he was uh, Ali. He's he's been a punchy man in a lot of movies, and that's and she had the, like that was her big. I've seen Will work out with professional fighters. If he wanted to drop Chris Rock, he could have. And where's the thing about, you know, Chris Rock didn't know, you know, that he was walking into a beehive. We'd been in a fight earlier that night. And all I'm saying is Chris Rock asked me out. Yeah. And then she became like, you know, the center of attention again. Chris Rock used to ask me out on a date. And I want to take you on a date. I'm to put some hair on that head. <laughs> anyway, I read that yesterday and I'm like, what? what a horrible... Horrible way to treat somebody. And they're not divorced. No. And I don't know why, but I, whatever. Whatever you're doing. I've, I've known people who have stayed separated for years, but they let us know. Like, yeah. I was with a friend once. So that's I'm, the statement. They're no longer uh, romantically yeah. involved. He, a friend of mine about six years ago, showed up at a restaurant with another girl. Which to, to eat with me. And I'm like, so... What's going on here? This is uh, Angela. And I'm like, nice to meet you, Angela. And I've known this guy since we were like 14. Like, okay. How are you, Angela? And she's like, I'll be right back. Go to the bathroom. I'm like, what in the... What in the (laughs) is going on? How are you bringing me into this? And he goes, I've been separated for five years. I'm like, you guys still live in the same house? He goes, financially, they... It was during... It was Actually, it was longer than I thought. It was during the uh, housing thing. They couldn't move out. Stuck. They were stuck. And they, they ended up working it out. But for about three and years. And making a little money on it. <laughs> and yeah, they got their <laughs> equity back. But they were stuck. They were living in the same house, separate sides. Ooh. And he's like, we're miserable, but she can't move and I so can't money. move. We don't have any money to sell. If we were to split our assets, it would be debt. And he goes, and we just figured it would be easier to do this together. We're amicable, but we're not together. And I'm like, oh, is she's okay with Angela at dinner There's with four me? people at the house sometimes. Not taking the hit. She's totally okay. You say that, but mm. boy, you start looking at the finances and you're like, you know what? That cheaper to keeper thing. Nah, a lot it. of those dudes are right. Worth it. <laughs> Not from the overnight guy. You. Worth yeah. it. Overnight guys are used to that life. Mm-hmm. If your house is big worth enough, where you could have two and extra couples yes. in there. Oh, absolutely. There is something to be said for Brett going through the overnights for fifteen years because you can tolerate just about everything oh, you, you financially. So if a, if a woman drives you nuts, it's like I've been poor before. Out. I'm good at this. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. Later, lady. But if in the next year or so you happen to earn like a million and a half dollars and it's in your bank account and then she's like, I want out. I'll call I'll call Syl. <laughs> He'll take care of her. <laughs> That's probably the better way. She'll end up dude, I always forget the other guy from uh, Sicily. Long hair, Fabio. Oh, uh, Fla- uh, 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 Fla- uh, what the uh, hell is his name? I always think of coming in to fix a couple of deals. Furio. Fir- Furio. Uh, yeah. I was almost going to go Fury style. Fury style. Like, <laughs> yeah. She made Will Smith a public cuck. 
We do it to Toledo for laughs. It's not even, you know, it's like it's the meanest thing you can do. It's not real. But we laugh about it because you could see Toledo like, all right, I'll have some ice cream vanilla and I'll just watch this. But yeah, she ruined the guy. She ruined him. Poor guy. But yeah. I, but she my, don't care. And she has no like, no there remorse. seems to be no emotion about like, I really, like I would have loved to have heard her say, at least when the article and the news stories are going out, I'd love to hear her say, you know what? I kind of screwed this up for him. When he hit Chris on stage. I needed to go public with, look, our lives are kind of in a weird place. I don't know that Will's all that mentally capable of being made fun of right now. And, you know, he, he was protecting me. I don't know where his boundaries are. He's, we're kind of messy. Not just the rumors that have been flowing. Like, she probably loved that because it kept her in the headlines. Like she's got no reason for people to talk about her outside of, oh, she f- her son's friend. And she's the Zach uh, Wilson of she's of trying. Women. She's just pushing and pushing to try to get that half. Yeah, yeah. And she probably gets because like, he's rights like, to more. Man, let's try to work this thing out yeah. right now at this particular time. Will's trying to save his stuff. I think so. But, yeah, that was a rough one to read. Poor Will Smith, I said, and I didn't think I'd ever say that again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading the thing this guy wrote about. All right, that's not nice. <laughs> There's a lot of bad words and somebody defending Will Smith there, but... I'm sure defending all people like Will Smith with that kind of language. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah, I was, I was just like, man, can we be done with her? But I don't know if we can. Well, she's doing what she can to stay into the headlines. Yeah, and poor Will Smith. going on. Poor Will Smith is banned forever from the Oscars well, for a decade. He's not even allowed to go to the Oscars. And he's the, she is, but there's no reason for her to go to the Oscars because no. she's not even in movies. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's a strange world we live in. And then we have to say thanks to Adam Ray yesterday. That was unexpected. Adam popped in town, wanted to give the tickets away, and then just was having a good time and off the air. was like, can I stay? Like, I'm not staying. You can stay if you want. He goes, would Larry care if I stuck around? I don't know. Ask Larry. And he said, Larry, do you mind if I do your show? I'm gonna, I'll keep this going for a while. Larry's like, Sure. It's a Jew thing. There's a bond they connection. Yeah, the, the, the Jew connection. <laughs> it's what Kermit sang about. <laughs> Someday we'll find it. The Hebrew connection. <laughs> but yeah, they were, and Adam was amazing, and I'm going to get a winner for you. So he got us our winner, Melissa, the girl, and it turned out after all the interview process and anything else, uh, like Jerry Maguire, she had us at, I will suck and <laughs> f- all of you. And then... I got a text later in the day. You guys don't know about this. I think you got a great winner. I think it's going to be great, Johnny. I'm like, I think so too, Adam. Thanks. Hey, man, I want to thank you guys for being part of this. This is really fun. I really enjoy that. Well, thanks for doing it. Honestly, I can't wait. And Melissa seems like a great winner. She does. I haven't told Adam this yet either. Melissa texted yesterday and said, I'm going to have to make some accommodations. My plus one has one leg. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, we're bringing Lieutenant Dan. I don't know if he can get. We'll, 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 we'll load him up on the plane somehow. But he's like, I guess he's in the chair or whatever. And uh, so, uh, yeah, he's. And I said, so if you know, we got, we got one one half a space left on the plane. If you guys want to drag half a person up there and finish up, we're we're like Def Leppard. We're an odd number of limbs flying around the country. But yeah, the whole thing. And then I get a text from Ben that just says, "My life." Can we call the comedy club in Vegas and find out if they can get him a spot for his chair? I'm like, I'm not babysitting this dude. 
He's been living with one leg his whole life. He'll figure it out. Why do I have to do it? But now this is just a Fellini movie in the air. We got one-legged guys. We got uh, irrigation specialists. I got no idea what's going on up in that plane, but it is exactly what I wanted. Set jet. 15 people, 29 legs. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Yep, we got we got ourselves a crew. And then I did I actually did tell Adam about it yesterday. I'm like, so Melissa's plus one has one leg, and we got to start, you know, making some adjustments. And he started laughing, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, anyway, probably a pretty fun group. I'm like, yes, yeah, so as long as we don't have to carry anybody around. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, I said, great pick, douche. And then we got to make sure that this guy's okay. I, I'll feel terrible if one-legged guy doesn't fit on the plane. Or I don't know how. They have to be. Uh, like, yeah, we'll get them in. Is there a ramp on it? We've been on the private plane. It's just a really steep staircase. Nothing that a couple of bungees can't figure out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do we have to pick him up? Can he hop? To the hip. I just think it maybe you know, he's got a prosthetic and he could walk. But they're saying there's a chair. Yeah. So it must have been. A doozy. It was a motorcycle wreck, according to the email. I can't wait. Look, it's going to be fun. I just don't want the dude to have a bad time because we have to throw him in places. I'm pretty sure Set Jet's got it. I hope it's like a hydro, like one of those lifts, like they take people out of pools with it. <laughs> like they're, boop, boop, boop. And they lower someone. You ever seen a handicapped person do th- hydrotherapy? And that giant I've machine. just seen the platforms, you know, in the cars, those vans. Oh, that those are great. self-contained thing. But that's in the van. I didn't see that on the plane where we can load him. We'll put him through luggage. Yeah. Well, they, well there isn't a luggage thing. Like, it's like a... Got a little thing. Yeah, but it's like thing. the bus. They're not going to fit a man in there. We'll just get Miguel and some of the promo gimps out there to <laughs> we'll lift get them in. in there. We'll be fine. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll get those uh, things you lift appliances with that strap around your shoulders and, like, a real easy lift. I don't know how to get them up there because I'm thinking of that private jet. They have to have... It's like part of the American Disabilities Act, right? Like you have yeah, to have the ability. Yeah, there's got to be a way. Well, I can't imagine squeezing them in there. What if our plane to like a cargo plane? No, what if we end up on like a, a C-130? C-130. Mother yeah. What if we end up on just a regular plane because they got to have the, the cripple compatible? I think that's the proper way to put it. Yes, The cripple compatible jet. <laughs> you know what we should do? It's we just, want the cripple compatible, not the crip jet. We should we should have a uh, a thirty thousand foot rope that we just tie to the plane and then him and then fly over the road the whole way. <laughs> just drag him up there. Oh yeah, guy in a wheelchair. You're with people with no hearts. This is going to be awesome. President John's awake. You Blame your said, friend. You picked a one legged guy over a black guy. Racist. That's true, John. It wasn't me. It was Adam. I don't know how we're getting him on the plane. I'm not worried about it. I'm not either. I can get on there. Goddamn right. <laughs> it's not a problem, bro. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be the saddest thing in the world, though, to look out your little private jet window and see the guy in the wheelchair just sitting on the tarmac because we couldn't get him in? We're all waving as <laughs> so we pull away. But wouldn't it be sadder if we were on, like, Spirit Airlines all the way up oh, there? That was, there's oh, a lot there of reasons that's sad. But yeah. everybody on there is missing something. A tooth, a limb, <laughs> uh, most of their IQ. <laughs> and also $9 right out of their pocket. Oof. So, yeah, so I get that one, and Ben's like, great. Now then you get a wheelchair, access, like a handicap-accessible room at Resorts World. Like, this dude's changing the game on a Wednesday. We're leaving tomorrow. 
By the way, your friend needs a bigger bathtub. Oh, God damn it. And a big stick with a sponge on the end of it for wipes. Oh, you're gonna catch you're gonna catch an ear beating, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I hope he's got a good sense of humor. He should, because the girl that won him the Out ticket. Out of my way, Kobe. <laughs> exactly. Brady's gonna have two diets. I better hear that. Jack and diet. <laughs> Move, Kovacs. You're hogging up the private plane. Now you got a wheelchair just spinning around in the middle of our couches and. You got the wheelchair, you sit in the wheelchair, and we strap you down to the wheel. You're not that using that couch. Under. Here's that the thing. Under. He doesn't get the, uh, I'm broken, I need the couch thing. Everybody gets a turn on the private couch. We only have an hour flight. We got one each way. One-legged guy, you get the couch for five minutes just like the rest of us. I'm going to lay down on the couch. I've never, I've never flown on a plane with a couch. I'm laying on that couch. He can have my five. What are you talking about? I'm not picking him up to move him again. I'm not. But <laughs> well, then he's last. <laughs> and then he's got to roll himself back up. He does that at home when nobody's home. He has to roll back into the chair. I've seen it. It's, those guys always have huge triceps for doing dips to get back into the yeah, chair. Yeah, he could probably just parkour his way down there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this at all. Uh, somebody said the plane should have a lift that they use to load drinks and food carts. So they'll probably use God that. God damn it, I want to see that. I want to see us treat him like. You know, Operation Dumbo Drop. We just got them loading in the pl- the, the beeping and the slow, the crane. And they got to go get it. This flight's leaving at 4 o'clock. It's wheels up at 3, but we got to load in Lieutenant Dan now. Will that um, better our area at the Shinedown? Or it's a good get point. us in the Do we all sphere? get better tickets? No, just he does. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just yeah. him. This is my whole family, though. <laughs> You call Tom from set yet and uh, check I'll talk this out, to yeah. Tom. Like, is it a, do you guys have a high, like a lift, like a hydraulic thing, or like a forklift, or a catapult, something we can shoot him in there? I don't think you can do the stairs. <laughs> and again, we shouldn't even know about it. Like if we're looking for equality, don't go calling the second you win something. Going all right, start moving stuff around. I got one leg. I'm not saying he did, but you adapt, not us. We'll get you the machines. Yeah, I bet Ben was losing his. No, oh, we yesterday. were laughing pretty good. Like, this is fantastic. We're 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 like a we are we're like a deaf leopard cover band, <laughs> but we got the wrong limb chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can't wait to meet him. I bet you he's a blast. But I ain't pushing him around or helping out. You got somebody for that. Even better, he'll be more mobile than us. We get him a cabana. And we have a little cabana party on Saturday like we're planning, maybe. That dude, you know, got to go pour him into the pool. and <laughs> Hopping over the pool is dangerous. It's a wet surface. I'm all over that. They might have one of those swings in there. Oh, yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah like the pool. The harness. droppers. I love those. I think that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. That big arm. I don't know how much that's got to cost for just, like, one person. I've been to, like, Pools that like that have resorts and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what's that? It's like, oh, if we ever have a handicapped guest, I'm like, who does it? I'm like, oh, we have people that load them up into the thing, and then the arm goes <laughs> slowly dips them in the water, <laughs> kind of like balls in the toilet. And then I'm like, does it let them loose? That's yeah. what I was wondering. The yeah. first time I looked at it, I thought, oh, so it goes out like on a leash, and then yeah. you hit a retraction, <laughs> <laughs> and you suck them back in like a bass. <laughs> I'm cripple fishing. I got one. Anyway, so that's what we got to deal with. Of course, that's what we've got to deal with. 
you know, it's like the Bad News Bears are heading off to Vegas together. It's going to be weird. We'll see how it goes. Uh, not what you expected when your uh, friend Melissa said her boyfriend was a tripod. No, it wasn't. That was not at all. And I do like that she opened the letter by saying, I'll suck and f- each and every one of you if you pick me for this. And then Adam just put that email aside and uh, ended up getting hold of her. But it's, uh, you know, but Brad Williams and it was, you know, kind of saying, you know, he was weighing out the... Uh, I didn't get to hear it. I was doing... I had a meeting and stuff. I did, honestly didn't get to hear any of Adam's stuff. Yeah. I know what he was doing. I'm, I'm so worried he was going to just find the freakiest freak He in the was world. like, uh, 15 years ago, this is a done deal. Yeah. He's like, but now <laughs> right. that we're now both married... And- yeah. Oh, 15 years ago, <laughs> yeah. the girl that says, I will suck and f- everybody. All right, uh, plane leaves at three. Here's your ticket. We need your ID. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's already done... <laughs> A picture outside of a plane window and a guy in a wheelchair on the tarmac just staring at us. Already done it. Dave Eggleston, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Excellent work. He's so fast. Oddly enough, Melissa, who's... Dave Eggleston. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, the guy with one leg. Not as fast. You never know. Fast for his situation. Um, Somebody said, make him compete in an ass-kicking concert. Well, his girlfriend is a kickboxer. Yeah. The irony. It's true. You want to do it with me? I'm just kidding. See ya. I got some work to do. I wish I could kickbox. This guy, Jason, actually brings up a good point. Don't forget, we have a paramedic on, but one of our guys is a paramedic. Oh, that's right. Well, well, I don't think he's going to cut his other leg off. He's working. He's going to be really careful. No, he's hauling him around. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah. He knows how to handle it. Right. All right. Get to work. Bring another paramedic, I thought thought we were worried he'd lose his one good leg. I'm like, (laughs) the dude's still cavalier about that leg. He should lose them both. I don't care what happens to this one. I've lost one before. Like, do you need that one, though? <laughs> I think if I uh, if a doctor said we got to amputate your leg, I'd be like, get them both off. Then I want to be even. I don't want to. I don't. I want to be. I want to be. I don't want to have one longer than the other. I want to be even. Wherever you cut that one off, cut the other one off. My friend's brother got his leg. Amputated. I don't know. I've seen you know a couple one legs with a prosthetic. You're always just... positive, though. You're always a guy who knows a guy who's happy about it. But deep down, he would rather have it just be equal up. I don't want one just dangling. I want, I want symmetry, like Pistorius had. Yeah, like yeah, the Blade Runner. Yeah, the OJ of South Africa. <laughs> He's like their biggest hero ever, and he, with no legs, managed to kill his girlfriend. You know, still didn't was, quell his temper. Thought it was an intruder. He didn't think to check where's the girl. He just started shooting through a door. He didn't have his blades. If he was wearing his blades, he could have run away, but he didn't have them on, so he had to kind of over to the bathroom and take care of business. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan, this is it. But tomorrow we leave, and Melissa's Melissa the kickboxer and her one-legged boyfriend. You heard me. Uh, <laughs> how'd you lose her, your leg? Um, Melissa, she kicked it off. <laughs> That's why you're the yeah. guest. Oh, all right. I don't know if they're in love or not, but it's going to be hard. For uh, people who are interested in Melissa's uh, offer of sucking and f- all of us to look over and see that one-legged guy <laughs> with a tear running down his cheek going, I can never do this. I can't do doggy style like that. I tip over. <laughs> you just put a couple books under him? <laughs> Get a phone book, out? a Bible, and like, you know, like the, the room service menu. 
All right, that should do it. I, I can bang her from behind now. Or do what you do at the uh, restaurants. Just get those beverage coasters and slide them underneath there. Yeah, just you have some, them up. Well, yeah, you have like little uh, sweet and lows <laughs> under his leg. <laughs> He's not going. He's crying right now. We're sorry, Lieutenant Dan, but come on. You're going to have fun. Yeah. promise. Will you, uh, will you f- Melissa from behind so I can see it? She really likes it that way, and I have... I'm like the lamp from Christmas Story. Uh, <laughs> I'm electric uh, sex glowing in the window. If this dude doesn't show up on the plane dressed as the lamp from A Christmas Story, or if he's not done that for, that has to be You'll your get Halloween. that on the 27th or uh, Okay, maybe he'll show up to one of our, yeah. our Night of the Singing Deads as the lamp from A Christmas Story. If you haven't thought of that yet, you're dull. That is your Christmas. You are the lamp from A Christmas Story. Every year. And you'll get laughs every year. You're probably like, you know, well, it was a starfish without two. Okay, stop it. Yeah, I feel sorry for that. You don't think about that. Your, you know, your spouse or your girlfriend on all fours on the bed and you've got one leg. Your core strength has to be super strong to balance on that knee and still thrust. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Be like doing it on an. It's like ice capades. Can't do that, but she'll suck and everybody here the way I can't. And then just right in the middle of it, you're having a good time with Melissa, and you just hear in the corner, get her, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're so stable. You're so stable on both feet. You're so grounded. Get some. Get some. You have an awesome foundation, brother. An awesome foundation. Get some. Get some. Hit it. Hit it hard. I can't do that. Put your one leg on my back and then your nub. I can't do that. Oh. I can't. I'll tip over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a crew we've got going. This ought to be a treat. But... We'll all be sitting in our seats in the private jet with our arms folded going, all right, we'll load them up. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. The strap breaks and he's just dangling there. Can't we just carry him on? I'm not doing that. But what are you going to do? Here we go. We're about 27 hours away from this debacle. <laughs> Hurry up, Koufax. <laughs> On the way, Koufax, I got gambling and drinking to do. <laughs> I'm Vegas Brady. Where are the hooers? I want to show Kofax how I f*** on two legs. Kofax, you want to get one with... We'll get you a prostitute with one right leg and your one left leg and you can become scissors. <laughs> you, Kofax. How about a couple of glizzies at Nathan's? <laughs> your nub makes me hungry for hot dogs. It's like a huge sausage. So, is that uh, sucking offer still a thing? Because I'm getting in on that. Heard about the leg. Hot dogging. Hey, Kofax, check it out. While I'm banging your chick from behind, I'm also tap dancing because I can. <laughs> you, man. <laughs> What's up, pogo stick? Watch this. <laughs> Brady becomes a Vegas dick. You know what your name's going to be in Vegas? Because your first name's really David. You're Vegas Dave. Oh, man. You're the new Vegas Dave. I better get some bling. 
kickboxer. The irony. <laughs> you brought an opponent, I see. You're going to kick his ass. I just want that. And then the worst thing is like, jeez, who's been in Melissa? You've been banging her with that nub? It's like swimming around in a hallway. <laughs> I good. think you've been thigh nubbing her. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll still f*** it. There goes Vegas Dave and Johnny Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and Tigger, he's bouncing around behind us. <laughs> Tigger's bounced. <laughs> Bounce your ass on the plane, Dan. Come on, Kofax, let's get this done. <laughs> I'm going to love this trip. It's going to be something. I'm going to love it. Anyway, I don't know. This guy says, I bet that sex swing they have was born out of necessity. <laughs> yeah, it's not for fun. <laughs> I want to watch you take a sh I got to see how that operation works. <laughs> it's got to be like a slow squat onto the potty. <laughs> Just better be careful the floor's wet. You're going over. <laughs> you load him up in the tub yet, Melissa? Yeah, he's crying again. Yeah, can you watch? <laughs> Just a dark room, a cherry of a cigarette lighting. Get some. Why, Brady, you're a dick. <laughs> Vegas Dave. Deutschow, Deutschow, get some. Too buku. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fantasizing about bringing Vegas to My mind is a cartoon, and it's not going well right now. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song Time, brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Don't forget, their big sidewalk sale is going on on the 21st of this month. All kinds of deals on boards, bikes, and all the gear you're going to need. And uh, if you're not going with us to Vegas this weekend, you might as well get that bike tuned up and hit the trails. Uh, <laughs> mention KUPD and save yourself 10 bucks. Go to ActionRideShop.com. I just got word from Ben in a, prom a promotions department. Uh, and I have to announce it now so we get it right. Uh, Resorts World does not have accommodations for Melissa and the one-legged guy. He's going to stay at the Flamingo. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> that was for Brady. <laughs> he flies on not a set jet. That's Scott Haynes dropping bombs. <laughs> Melissa's plus one is a minus one. <laughs> Haynes is on fire today. All right, on the list, uh, Godsmack, Volbeat, Seal the Deal for the D-backs, Ghost, Dragon Force, Corn, Bad Omens, Gravity Kills, Nine Inch Nails, Cindy Lauper, Goonies are good enough for uh, yeah. for last night, Feldman, Comeback King, no. uh, but we got Shine Down in town yes. tonight. And so, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so I, I, we got Diamond Eyes on Great there. song. Great song. I picked your winner, Johnny. Oh, yeah? Who is it, Adam? He's right here. Do I just want to show you guys some stuff? Now, who wants to f my wife? I'll do it. Get some. Get some. <laughs> that guy in the chair is crying. He likes to watch. Especially the from behind stuff because he's incapable. My knee's giving out. <laughs> he's got to tag in. Oh, dude, my knee's getting a little weak. You're in. I'll get back to my chair. Doing, doing, doing. 
Was he Cubert? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cubert's getting tired. I got to uh, tap in. Tap in, Cubert. <laughs> oh, man, he's getting mad. He's cussing. Out of the way, Cubert. <laughs> That's right, Cubert. Move so a real man can f- Girl, we got to get Brady drunk. Oh, we got to get Brady drunk. Oh. And I think Ronnie'd be all right with you climbing on Melissa for the team, right? Oh, yeah. She didn't need yeah. to know. That's right. Stays vague, hey, Melissa. Bro. I got to call my wife and leave the phone off the hook. She likes to listen when I, you know, f- abroad in front of her crippled husband. <laughs> we don't like to be called crippled. Nah, what are you going to do about it? Kick me? <laughs> you, Kovacs. I want to stay with them and just like hide in the closet. See how it works. Toledo knows how it works. Teach me to cuck. Uh, you put in the death tones. Yeah, all I heard was diamond dice. So yeah, you did it wrong. Realized. I got it. Over you want me to get it? I got it. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a different one. Uh, but again, awesome. And Melissa and Lieutenant Dan, we're just kidding. We we really like you. I just I, I don't know how it's going to work. And hopefully it's going to be more fun than it would have been otherwise. And hopefully they do have one of those electric lifts at the pool, and we can <laughs> watch how that works, too. Mm. This is what it's going to sound like. <laughs> oh, no. I'm very bad. Hubert. All right, let's get him on the plane. There you go. All right, have a seat. Have a seat. Over there. Oh, no. You missed it. You missed it. Get what are you doing? Couch. You're bouncing all over the place. Oh, come on. Get him off the goddamn plane. <laughs> I hope he's kind of orange and round. Like Brady. <laughs> if Brady had one leg, we'd call him Cubert. He'd look just like him. Put a little horn on his head. A little snoot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my imagination runs wild with politically incorrect things to do with a one-legged man. He'd probably beat the tar out of me. Just stand there on his one leg and just ice me with, I heard what you said, you son of a bitch. Beating my ass. You know how strong my arms are? I, I'm going to hang out with him the whole time. Uh, Ryan says, Toledo must be thrilled. He's no longer the only half a man going on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm just sorry. All right, you got it? Who's got it? I got it. All right, Toledo's got it. Shine down tonight. Right here in our beautiful city. And then tomorrow for our winners, we get to see them again over at the MGM. They're at the Garden, right? The MGM Garden? Yeah. Grand Garden. Yeah, it's a great spot. Know. I've seen a lot of boxing yeah. there. It's a cool little venue. It's, it's, I saw UFC there. It's cool. It's a, yeah. it's a neat spot. So we'll hit that. We have a little party in my room before. A little pregame. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's got a hollow leg, I hear, so the guy can drink. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hollow leg, because he does. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> Me, Melissa. <laughs> hey, I think I can outrun him. Let's see if we go down the hall and start sucking and f- if he can catch us before I get out of here. Did you finish that tall boy at Coors Light last night? No. Hey, Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> you ever bend her over in the middle of the hall and try to push her down the hallway? It's got to be hilarious, Cubert. <laughs> 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 Let me at her. <laughs> Whore Vegas Brady is real. God, I'm worn out. You got any Viagra? Ah, screw it. I'll use my thumb. Get over here, Melissa. Sit on it like a tap. 
of Steely Dan, the song Peg, running in the background <laughs> over and over. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. Peg. <laughs> come back to Peg. And now I got that stuck in my head. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna look at him and think that the whole time, and then occasionally just be like, Bang! "Why do you keep doing that?" I don't know what's in my head. I'm sorry, Brady did. Michael McDonald singing. Come on. Seven part harmony somehow on that. It's amazing. <laughs> Damn it, Brett. <laughs> All right, let's get him on the plane. <laughs> See your picture. <laughs> your name and lots above it. <laughs> Why are you guys doing this? Just get on the plane. This is your big debut. Come on, hurry up. <laughs> He's got his own intro. It all looks music good on you. you. Arr. Arr. This is an eight-minute song. Are you ready, kids? I know you're gonna love it. This is such a great song. If you've ever watched a documentary about music that's better than Asia, I don't know what it is. These two geniuses... And Michael McDonald saying, I don't know how they heard what they wanted me to do, but yeah. I was doing harmonies on half harmonies on other half harmonies. It was a note, a sharp, and a flat, and another note that don't belong together, and I had to do seven of them. Half you told steps. me about that documentary about two months ago. I never knew about it the whole time. I don't know. And I just... It's that's all one guy. Get on the plane. We'll come back to you. You guys so much. Yeah, you're gonna hate us more when we're f- your wife. <laughs> Kick his leg out from under him. <laughs> I put some stoppers on his wheels. <laughs> Brady's a dick. Peg is such a good song. I got this, this all done. It's a sonically perfect album. All right, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, all right, let's do it. We're doing Shinedown. I hope Shinedown does peg. Hey, I hear there's some folks here from Phoenix. <laughs> got a special request. Got a special song for you. Hit it. All right. <laughs> Shinedown doing peg would be amazing. Uh, we're all dicks. We kind of apologize, but we don't mean it. Uh, let's do it. It's Shinedown. Concert Psyche Rock for tonight and for us tomorrow. We're, I'm, and trust me, I'm on three hours sleep. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna it. be weird today. I just I Feldmaned up for four hours last night and then slept for three. It's an odd night or day. It's daytime, right? Yeah, that's what I got the sun to sleep is. in. I got four. Yeah, Brady got an extra hour. He's running on fumes though, which we knew was gonna happen. He wasn't oh, making it till midnight. He, he's he's the only non-drinker I know that has mastered the Irish goodbye. <laughs> I, I watched him, going to get some watched merch him and waddling stuff, around, merch and stuff. pretending to be part of it, like, mm, my big exit. I'm going to go get some merch. You're we not s- buying anything. I saw you with sloth and to a man. That's it. Well, here he goes. He's out. He's, He's out. not coming back up here. He's out. He's out of control now. Cubert ate up all our morning. <laughs> Talking about Cubert and Peg. I think if there was a radio station that just played Peg 24 hours a day, I'd be in there every day for a little bit. But... Ah, such a great song. Uh, it's time now for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. 
Uh, it is Thursday. That means Hooters Wings are on there. Uh, they're there every day, though. Cold drinks, fresh baked goods. Oh, some pumpernickel. Stop <laughs> by any Phoenix area Hooters tomorrow, that's Friday, for a bake sale to benefit breast cancer research. It's October. They're doing a lot for breast cancer research. And then stick around for some hot wings and cold drinks and get yourself a calendar. They're selling those. That also is helping out Breast uh, Cancer Awareness Month. Hooters uh, going pink for October and doing a great thing. So we thank them for that and for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Savings Day. I just literally got done texting with my financial advisor to spend. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, I'm doing that front patio, the creative environments people put together for me. Uh, it's gonna have. It's gonna be having another house. It's gonna be having. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna drive around outdoor my, living. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna drive around my cul-de-sac all the time. And just look at my own home. What they have planned for this thing is unreal. Got a couple of basis fun facts. A Japanese samurai visited Europe on a diplomatic mission in 1615 by sailing east to Mexico, then to Europe. Japan wouldn't make another trip to Europe until 1862. Wow. 1862. Wait, Japan didn't go to Europe? They went there in 1615. Till the Lincoln administration? They skipped 240, 50 years? Yeah. That's weird. Well, again, that's a Japanese samurai. So the samurai. That's what I'm saying, though. I mean, like, they were a pretty important uh, bundle there. Yeah. I don't know what it means that Japan didn't visit Europe. Like You'd think that one of them would have just stumbled into it. Here's another mind-boggling one. More people died developing long-range ballistic missiles during World War II than from the missiles being deployed. Wow. BBC did a documentary in 2011. 9,000 civilians, military personnel, personnel died, and an additional 12,000 laborers in concentration camp prisoners. From accidental explosions and handling bad materials. Developing the long-range missile. Or being, yeah. This thing's blowing up. Deploying. Wow. There's a town in South Carolina called North. North South Carolina. It's in the central part of the state. And there's probably a South North Carolina. (laughs) Didn't say that. Yeah, probably. It'll be in a couple days. Friday the 13th is tomorrow. I know we're flying. It's October, John. Spooky October. All right. <laughs> a survey about paranormal presence. Oh. 42% of people say they have felt a paranormal oh, presence haven't. in their home. You have not. 37% How do you know? have heard unexplained sounds. Everybody hears unexplained sounds. Houses are settling. You can't explain it? That must mean ghosts. 18% claim they've actually seen... Apparitions or uh, apparitions, apparitions like reparations, yeah, apparitions, ghostly figures. That's better. You just stick to the easy ones. <laughs> Don't go for that ten cent word anymore. <laughs> I've seen a ghost's apparatus. What? Yeah, and then I f- his ghost wife because he got no legs. <laughs> The Huffington Post just did an annual wa- roundup of the weirdest Halloween costumes that you can get this year. Um, some aren't too bad. Lamp from a Christmas story for our friend Peg. Yeah. 
There's one that's called um, the utility pool. It's basically a partner deal. You and your wife uh, are utility poles, and you string, you attach no. cables together, and you oh. like the electrical this wiring. Is, this is pathetically, like, this is bad. Sexy Ronald McDonald. You're trapped in a sexless marriage if this is. Yeah. Just hang yourself. Just, that yeah, use that, use that, yeah, there use there that rope. You're in a stock. You've got a yoke around yeah. you. Sexy Ronald McDonald. <laughs> is there anything whores won't turn into sexiness for Halloween? Ants, bugs, now Ronald McDonald. You could uh, spice up your relationship with a threesome. It's, it's, a, it's called the before, during, and after. Basically, it's a bathroom uh, costume. One's an empty roll of toilet paper. The other one's the a toilet poop? paper and then a poop at the end. Ugh. That's a thruples costume. And one of them is dressed as and the other two are cleaning devices. Sexy Patrick Starfish. What? <laughs> and I have Brett's costume. All right. Those are horrible. Sexy Hamburger. Sexy, sexy Hamburger is not bad. Sexy Mario. Oh, I'm Sexy kidding. Mario. And uh, This is the gayest costume I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. This will be at Charlie's Bar. Everyone dresses like this on Tuesday in June. This wow. is not Sexy Mario. Just add a mustache. You go as a Moscow wow. mule. Um, if you're fat. Contestants, Price is <laughs> Right. Up. This is a fat girl costume. It's a big oh, yeah. copper mug around your belly. Price, Price is, is Right contestants is all right. How about the uh, sexy botched? Oh, yeah. She's got bandages all over it, which she's, that's pretty good. <laughs> you got to be sort of thin in the middle for that one because it's a set of big fake cans and a big fake butt. And your face is all wrapped up with bandages because of your plastic surgery. I like that one. A fourth grade teacher in Florida got in trouble former after screening. Has to have that one. Who oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> former employee has to have this one. Which one? Ah, oh, dang it! Write it down. <laughs> oh, I know you're talking. About. A math teacher in Florida got in trouble after screening a Winnie the Pooh flick for his fourth graders, and it was Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Huh. He took it to a bunch of ten year olds. Oh, yep. right. <laughs> Pooh and Piglet and other bloodthirsty murderers. Yeah. Um, he said they got about 20 to 30 minutes into the film. He didn't realize kids. it 20 minutes in with the no, ominous, horrible music? No, I think he realized music. it. It happened at a school in Miami, the Academy for Innovative Education. Maybe a little too innovative here. Um, wow. It's a charter school, so they decide who to hire and fire, and it sounds like he's going to keep his job. Yeah, it was an honest mistake. Hello, I'm here to f*** your wife, one-legged man. I'm feeling a bit peckish. I'm not a bear of strong mind. Anybody watch that movie? No. You know, I started to to want to, and then I saw the reviews were bad. And I love Winnie the Pooh. Like, I loved the movie with uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor. Oh, that one's absolutely great. loved that Winnie the Pooh movie. Neverland, I think. Is no, no, no. Neverland's the other one with the they wrote. Uh, oh, that one's with Depp. Yeah, that's Johnny that Depp. Depp. No, the Winnie the Pooh one where he's actually... Finding Neverland, isn't it? Okay, Finding. we're not talking about that though. <laughs> you are. You were wrong, and now you're doubling down. And never mind. If you Toledo, it was the Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> uh, a man in Texas got pulled over yesterday, and the police searched his car, and they found. 
two kilograms of cocaine hidden in a box of Frosted Flakes. He also had ten grand. <laughs> they were great. I mean, really great. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The tiger's losing it. He had ten k in cash stashed in a headphone box. Wow. And a police officer in the UK saw two males acting suspicious in a park when it looked like they were just hiding something in a tree stump. They ran off, but the cop dug into the tree stump and found 121 mini packages of cocaine. The cops are still trying to find the rightful owners. Yeah. <laughs> rightful? Rightful, not rifle. I heard it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about a rifle until the end. <laughs> But then I spoke, Brady. Right, rightful owners. That's what I said. He sounded like rifle owners. <laughs> well, I didn't California. tell you about that part. Lee Harvey Oswald's involved. Turn up your mirror clear. <laughs> Police in California pulled over a car after seeing it driving around without headlights. They searched the car, found a carload of uh, drugs, including meth, coke, Xanax, fentanyl, plus a loaded gun, which was hidden in a pizza box on top of a full uneaten pie. There's the real crime, the uneaten pizza. Which is why it's in Brady's report. Oh, I was just going to say that. that is a sin. Look at all this crime act. Move the guns and coke out of it. Look at that Scumbags. pizza. <laughs> Scumbags mistreating pizza like that. The second, it's the worst story I've ever heard. There's that lady who abused all those dogs, and now this. Pizza abusers. And now it's time for some wild America. All right. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. You were at the zoo yesterday. You've got extra, extra inside you right now for the wildlife. Oh, man. Spectacular day at the zoo. Wow. Super excited about it, it sounds. That wasn't a... Fed some rhinos, hung out with the seals, the an seals? otter. Oh. Hung out. Hey, yeah, we, we're in the clubhouse hanging out. <laughs> That's right. Don't act cocky about it. Oh, That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Weird that you got sort of arrogant about that. It's a little. They let me in their club, you see. Jealous? Jealous? Yeah, I paid my dues. <laughs> I'm in the SEALs. The Navy SEALs? No. I couldn't qualify for that. I'm in with like zoo SEALs. The what did you, what, hold on. What did you do with the zoo SEALs? Just sat there? I've seen you in that no, thing before. No, they do some tricks for you, and then you can get down and... Um, uh, they'll kiss you. Didn't you do this before, though? I've done it before, yeah. yeah. Never gets old. But I took uh, Jen from her sales department and her son. They wanted to go to the zoo. So and your family? I took Kirby. They wanted to Ronnie go to the zoo. Ronnie couldn't go. She had to work. Earn! <laughs> but honestly, they, you kind of just glommed onto another family's trip to the zoo. <laughs> yeah, I did. Anytime I can get to... Yeah. It never gets old it's for like me. Jen and her son couldn't figure out the zoo. I'll teach. I'll show you the ropes. I'm in the seals. Um, the Columbus Zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo teamed up. You uh, <laughs> knew about this, but they have a manatee rescue between those two zoos. And they took eight manatees. Because that's where manatees flew them belong. back to Florida. Central Ohio. They're orphan manatees. Sure. Rehabbed them. Cincinnati had eight manatees? Yeah. Between Columbus Zoo had. Oh, Columbus. Yeah, four. He's defending that Ohio needs manatees. They have one of the best rehab programs. Sure. Couldn't find a better place like Florida to do that. Got to get them up to the heartland of the Midwest. Lizzo's not touring there. (laughs) Yeah, no no reason to use the actual salt water they live in. Let's just manufacture something in Columbus. And it works. Love it when it's four degrees outside. They rehabbed them and set them back in the wild. Yeah, 
I'm sure they're going to be totally well adjusted as they're all right. And the other manatees just, oh, this guy. <laughs> they're attacking all the manatees oh, from the U. Here come those Ohio sea cows. It's appropriate because most women I see in Ohio are sea cows. So There's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, age. Shannon and Stetson Parker celebrated their 10th anniversary over the weekend doing some sightseeing. They took a train ride through the remote part of Colorado. Um, the last two seats in the caboose, they had a great view. And at some point, they noticed movement in the Rockies. Uh-oh. Oh, no. The person Stop next it. to them started filming. Dumb Bigfoot, isn't it? They filmed Bigfoot they did. taking a oh, no. dump in the rocks. That's what it looks like. But, you know. It doesn't again, look like that. No, it's some guy in a... Bigfoot suit, but they are saying they're trying to say, well, you can't really get your cars anywhere close Is to it that gray? area. Awful no, it's not footage. It's really clear. Okay, yeah, so there's we're waiting. but I don't know. You had to get. I could see you could get a car close enough you in that it? area. Okay, I was going to say. Oh yeah, they have it. Yeah, this is their video. There, Bigfoot. There's Bigfoot. That is not clear down. footage. No, that's not it. There. He's trying to zoom in on this one. Yeah, let me see your camera. I'll do it. Are they on a train? Yes. And they're in okay, the back seat. It just seat. glitched twice. This is... And then it just squats down. Okay. Not a thing. It's real. There you go. Look it's again. Real. There it is. You see him? Now, look around the the film there. It's like inserted. This has been edited and, and like put in there. All right. Yeah, that's a dude screwing around with the train the people. Bad, real. Bad fake, Brady. Ghosts and Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster. Grow up. Everyone. Stop it. We found him. No, you didn't. We find dinosaur bones all the time. You would find a Bigfoot bone. If they're out there, they die. And they they bury just, their own. They don't. Even if they did, we find dinosaurs everywhere. Come on. That's your semi-wild America. <laughs> <laughs> Half chub. Ah, I'm going to treat you guys to a day at the zoo. I'm the only one that gets around a zoo, you we know. Can, we can go there. No, Brady. no, 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 no. Members only. <laughs> you live at the zoo? I would. I would if they'd let me. <laughs> you would. I dressed up as Uda Bango once and tried to get no, my own cage. Oh, God, Brady. All right. I ask you every time I'm there, how much for a yurt? I can set up yeah. a yurt right I want to live here. I, I want to be uh, one of those flaming O's. It's a flamingo. <laughs> Whatever. I've got one radio video. Okay. Well, we're and waiting you for you. Them? Yeah, Sorry. I've seen a few. Brad's uh, Brad sticks me. All right. Here. Well, you're who's got it? I got. What's it. happening? I'm pulling it up. Hang on. What do you mean, hang on? <laughs> I don't have time for this. <laughs> this is the Feldman moment. This is a Feldman you two moment. are running the Feldman show. Okay, what is Let's it, just... Phil? It's a. Uh... You don't know. It's a soccer. I believe it's a soccer game. This is how the fans <laughs> you have celebrate. One video. Yeah, yeah but I'm There's not no sure. Sound. You're, you're not sure what the video is. Yeah, actually, it's not. Do, it's not did, oh, for Christ's sake! It's not you pulling two. up. And then well, I no, have the, one a guy on a motorcycle. Two video got a motorcycle accident. But I forgot about the uh, soccer celebration. <laughs> it's pretty good. Brett, do you have your gun? <sighs> Because just take me out. I want him to witness somebody get murdered. Well, we got, I got pegged <laughs> on here. Oh, yeah. There you oh, go. Oh, there's his video. In the background. There's no sounds. That'll okay. be our please hold technical peg. difficulties thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll put peg behind the video. The car 
with some surveillance thing, and it hits a guy on a motorcycle. Oh my god! And then he just does like he, he went turns at least into, 100, he turns 200 feet, maybe a capital C in, twice. Oh my god! Yeah, that guy's do done. You have a helmet on? No. Oof. And now he's going to be on our plane tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be all right. Walk it off. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Bert? I got nothing. All right, I'm good. A, That's enough. Of I can't follow that up. No, God, how could you? The delays. <laughs> that was Toledo's fault. It's busy typing. All right, we'll blame you for this one. You are today's Feldman. Today's yep. Feldman Award goes to Dick Toledo. Hit the button. Let's start yeah. over. Start over. There was a moment in the Feldman show, and it was the second time. The first song he came out, and he had to tell the drummer to calm down and start the song over because he wasn't in the right... Oh, and was there a better thing... Then when he did that dramatic, like, back to the audience thing where he found his part on the on the stage, <laughs> and then he kind of starts to scoot back and reach for the microphone behind yes. him. And he couldn't see. It was like a bad handoff in a 4 by 4 relay. Disqualified. And he reached back, and he looks over his shoulder and grabs the mic. It was the most undramatic drama I've ever seen. <laughs> and he was unaware that it looked so bad. But he stood with his left arm in the air and his right arm pumped down by his hip. And the drummer started a little thing. And then the drummer went into a fill too fast, and he stopped him. No, 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 no. I do my Michael Jackson move. He didn't say this, but you could see it. I do my Michael Jackson move on your fill, and you went too soon. Start over. I'm like, guys should have worked this out in rehearsal. And again, preparation. Have the mic already in your hand. Right. Don't (laughs) get into your kick-ass pose and go, oh, what's missing? Oh, Jesus, the amplification of my voice. Well, we were getting drinks, and apparently Brady told me when he tried to do the thing where he pulls his jacket down, shows his shirt, he got stuck. He told us. Oh, my God. It jammed up against himself. Uh, (laughs) Somebody got video of that. One song's delayed. Hang on, gotta wait for the sax player to get back to the bar. <laughs> the sax player's out there wandering around. He was like at the merch booth. <laughs> he wasn't eating or drinking or anything. He was at the merch booth with his sax talking to someone. <laughs> and he just sat in the regular <laughs> During crowd. the show, one of the band members just said, I'm gonna wander around for a little while. I hope you guys don't mind. I don't have a thing to do with the sax for a while. His flag's working fine. <laughs> yeah, he had the fan and the flag. Going, oh my God, Feldman. Anyway, Tony Rock's here. Yep. Remember Tony Rock was here a little bit after, it wasn't that much after yeah. uh, when Chris Rock, his brother, got slapped by yeah. Will Smith. And I, I didn't know if he wanted to talk about it. So I, and he just said, I want to, he wanted to beat up uh, Will Smith something fierce. Like he was really, he had a whole bunch about it. It was awesome. And now he's back again, day after Jada Pinkett Smith's first. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll bring a member of the Rock family up here every time something with the Smith Rock uh, situation gets going. Uh, it's 821, and he can set us straight. On whether or not his brother's asking Jada out. I don't think that's true. I think she's delusional. Uh, it's 821. We'll talk to Tony in just a moment. Where is he? Is he downtown? I believe so, yes. He's down at the... Uh, Stand Up Live. Stand Up Live. Okay, there you go. We'll talk to Tony Rock next. There goes your Brady Report. It's 98. He's out of control now. 98. Tony Rock's here, everybody. Look at that. You're at the Tempe Improv. I thought you were downtown. You're at Tempe Improv tonight through Sunday. Tony Rock is with us. Last time you were here, it was kind of on the heels of Chris and the Oscars. And I asked and you. And now we're back again. I know. <laughs> and, I and I don't want to talk. I just to, keep getting booked every time. <laughs> yeah, something I was going to say we we Perfect. book you because like we, we have we have yeah. an in, we have we're, we're getting tipped off Apparently that Jade is about to say something. Yeah. The entire time. And uh, then your brother was asking her out. Ah, uh, that's according that to her. Did not happen. As the kids say, that's big cap. <laughs> that's big cap. That's as the kids yeah. would say. Yeah, because I remember when you were here last time. I'm like, I don't want to bother you with this. 
But and then you just went crazy saying you're going to beat up Will Smith, and I'm like, all right, Tony, go next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to be respectful, like you have your own life I to live. Yeah, and you went like, I'll kick his ass tomorrow. And I'm like, Jesus, Tony is like, this is immediate. And I was trying to be all like tap dance. I don't necessarily want to get involved right, if you don't right. want to. And you were in. So have you cooled? Matt. I'm still the man. Yeah, because I've seen, I've seen <laughs> it. Well, it's your brother. Back up. Yeah. And, and it's so weird. And then they come back. How awful is this woman? And, that, and then I get text messages and emails and phone calls. Hey, would you like to comment on this? And I, I, get, I get phone calls from Gail King. Like, how'd you get my number? <laughs> really? Gail's I didn't know you knew who I was. Let's call her. <laughs> Let's call her and give her a comment. I could be your representative. Uh, yeah, but it's Tony, just a weird buddy, thing. It's if, Gail. I, do you feel a little bit, like this morning I was talking about it, I was like, do you feel a little bit? empathetic for will that he was going through all this and she could have helped him oh no there's yeah there's several things that listen we've seen their relationship play out in front of us over years and years and years and he always seems to be the cuck his tail between his legs you know and he takes the high road a little bit a little too much yeah a lot too much much. a lot so that's why we feel empathy for him put her in line we're saying dude we every guy's like wow that's like the guy that we envision you to be yeah we didn't think would behave like that right. with a woman, you know, or be treated like that by a woman. Right. And how but much? maybe you're not the guy we envisioned you But how much Ali money does he not want to give her? <laughs> a lot. That's it. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Huge. You don't stay separated for seven years yeah. and then yeah. get kicked out of the Oscars. And say you, yeah, and say you're trying <laughs> and, to um, practice uh, I'll give you the wild, wild west. Love and, you, are you married? I'm not. C- oh, could you imagine any girl you've ever been with having a podcast and sitting you down to say, I've had sex with our that's son's my brother, friend? My brother. Listen, if it was the other way around, there would be charges. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Does no one realize That's that? If point. Will sat her down and said, I was smashing Willow's best friend. Best friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's leaving in handcuffs. He's and done. He, and, He's done. And, and his career is over. Yeah, it's a it's Dateline over. special because she's going to lose her mind and slit his throat. And everybody like, go right. you go, girl. Like, everybody be happy that she fought back. We want That's Will to much, fight back and he hits your brother. That's love Jada. It's like, okay. Sometimes you gotta have sex with a teenager. <laughs> yeah. you know? Sometimes you gotta do it. If your man can't get it done, if, yeah. If he's busy filming movies and supporting your whole lifestyle, sometimes you gotta sleep with a teenager. When Gotham's on break, you gotta have sex with a teen boy. Yeah, he, it's crazy. He said no to a new amp for the band. Yeah. What's it like what in the Rock household on like Thanksgiving when everybody gets together? It, I I say this every time people ask me this, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna set cameras up in the house one day. Please, in like corners. And record our Thanksgiving and just sell, not DVDs are played out, but like stream it on Netflix. Sell DVDs because people only go fans. back. Yeah. yeah. O- only fa- Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because it's the funniest. It's got to be hilarious, but also. Three or four hours, five hours in the world. Did you guys just crush Chris last like family gathering? I mean, it has to just be like, hey. Oh, you know, about the Oscars? Yeah, I've seen you. You can't yeah, take Yeah, first it, it was, are, are you okay? And then... Yeah, and then it was just all jokes. As soon as he said he's okay, jokes were right behind him. <laughs> right. It was like a jab. And a, it was like Open. a jab. Give us the green light. Right? Yeah. It was like, you okay? Okay, yeah. here we go. You, you're still looking up? Your yeah, defenses was, are up? Okay, oh I'm, I'm coming for you. Every brother, every sister, uncles, aunts, cousins, everybody. And he just took it. Yeah, just... Like Will Smith. It's awesome. Yeah, because I can't imagine what you guys are... Like what the real stories are behind closed doors. And I think you're all open books. He gave a little bit of the real story. Yeah, he did the special. It was uh, and it was great. The whole thing about he shouldn't host the Oscars. That and, and he didn't really go into it as much as he should have. Like she really was, he was the enemy for hosting the Oscars. Yeah, and baited other people into believing that he was the bad guy for hosting yeah. the Oscars. So 
and he just he touched on it, but it was it was yeah. more to it. Yeah, yeah it was, and but you st- you went right out like immediately. I, it's still in my set today. I still, do, I'll do it here tonight. <laughs> You're doing it right tonight at ten p.m. And now it's even like it's even more because there's more appropriate that I do it tonight. Yeah, because yeah. there's more news right. today, right. so it's right. even like she's giving you guys all the love. Like it's the, the, the timing is everything. The Rock family's like this. Okay, we just gonna keep writing. Keep <laughs> you talking. Keep, you keep, keep talking. <laughs> all right, Red Table. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I can't wait to sit at Red Table. Would you do the Red Table? Absolutely. What would you tell her? I would first uh, thing like you sit down. What do you got? She says, "Tony, the floor is yours." No, no, I, I couldn't sit down and say you couldn't say the floor is mine. I would sit down and based on what is they're said bringing to, to me, the table, I would react to that. So you would not so ever initiate. Would, no, I because I just want to hear the absurdity of yeah. your point of view of a joke, <laughs> right? Offensive. Right, and it wasn't. And it wasn't even a good joke. See, my first thing if I sat down, oh, it wasn't. The it, was, it, was, that, yeah, it was it was weak as, Chris Rock to him, material. It was like, I, I, yeah. To his standard, that was like, oh, right. it's just something I threw out there because of a haircut, you know? And basically, he's just banging out a minute to get through the, to get through up, the thing. It, right. was, yeah. it was almost yeah. crowd work. Yeah. Spontaneous yeah. crowd yeah. work. It's just like yeah. a thing. All right, we got you. That's funny. People yeah. know what I'm talking about, and hopefully you can take it. And then that happens. But like, so I, but my first question would be, why didn't you help him? Why didn't you help your husband by saying he's he's in an emotional state? We're not a, we're not healthy. Yeah, we haven't been together. That would have been the perfect time to say perfect time. Don't realize we've been separated yeah. for a long time. I feel guilty that I that yeah. I put him through this kind of anxiety and stress because I do have empathy for Will Smith for the first time. Yeah. He still shouldn't have done what he did, but I still have empathy for him now, knowing he's been getting cucked and getting knocked around emotionally the whole time, and he's had to stay quiet about it to save his Ali money. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird to see a bunch of comics like take his side. Yeah, you can't be talking about people's wives like that. That was awful. Okay, you really want to paint yourself in that corner as a comedian? Yeah. You know, every every joke we say is about somebody's wife or husband yeah, or yeah. child or... Right. Or, if you're really good at general. it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we say, like we talk about Trump, that's somebody's son. Yeah. yeah. That's somebody's daughter, uh, yeah. husband. Yeah, husband. You know, so it's like, don't paint yourself in that corner yeah. just because you want to ride wills. Yeah. You know, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we got you. Yeah. <laughs> we heard the last word you didn't say. I'm going to rant. I'm going to go. Here we go. He's ready to go again. See, I, and I always feel bad, and I don't know how you feel about it. Like when people like me, you don't know me that. Yeah, we've been here a couple times. But like when I'm sitting there going, tell me about Chris's thing, I feel bad doing that. But it's just, I want the insight. No, from- you know what it is? Uh, like people always, oh, you, do, you, do you mind if we talk about, when I do radio, you mind if we talk about your brother? It just shows how big he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's the biggest. Yeah. Him and Dave are one and two in yep. comedy. Yep. And I happen to be the man sitting next to the man. So. <laughs> yeah. And there's know? yeah, and it's and that's a great way to look at yeah. it instead of being upset about it no, or whatever. No, yeah, you can't be, right? We're promoting my brother, which yeah. is in turn promoting me because yeah. he's going to give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Or you're going to get smacked I'm gonna again. I'm going to get a really nice Christmas gift. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, because it's just kind of it's kind of hack on my end to go tell me about your brother. No, but it's news. It's yeah. New, it, right now, we're talking. Right like, now, listen. Yeah. On my social media, dummies every day when I when people ask me and I answer, yeah. why are you still talking about it? Why are you keeping yeah. it going? No, I was doing an interview and they asked yeah. me about it. I didn't walk in and say, please, let's start off right. with this. Yeah. It's newsworthy right. because there was just an interview done two days ago. So we're yeah. talking about something topical. How do people handle and- it that you don't like? Like I don't know if it's me say so, but if, if it's like something like you're like, oh, I walked into this again and this idiot doesn't know how to handle this. Like, Oh, no, I, I can deflect that. You, you got it all. Yeah, it. yeah you figured I it out. It. Yeah, because there I'm are people. I'm a trained professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. take a bathroom break. You've been there, done that. Yeah. Uh, Tony Rocks at the Tempe Improv this weekend. What else is going on in your world other than this nonsense? Uh, my baby is amazing. I have a three-year-old. You have a three-year-old? Yeah, it's amazing, man. Is it a good? You, yeah. He's coming out Saturday. He's going to fly out Saturday. 
Uh, for the show? My, yeah, Uncle Jesse. My, my, one of my boys, who call, he calls Uncle Jesse. John Stamos? Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Jesse, yeah. Well, so he's going to bring him out Saturday. He's going to hang out to the show. I'll take him to the, maybe take him to the zoo. You know, do some dad stuff. There you go. Brady's got an in at the zoo. He was hanging out with Seals yesterday. He's got a back, backstage pass if yeah, you want to go. Seal, the, the singer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Both. Brady and, pretends and to be Heidi Klum every once in a while and just goes and hangs out with him. High yeah. five an otter? Yeah, he goes Let's back. Go. He's he's got hookups at the zoo. He so. swam with a dolphin. For, I took him to Bahamas for his birthday. He swam with a dolphin. He's three. Yeah, he's swimming with dolphins. Hey, come on, man! Fifty-one, rich black kid, man. Come on, come on. We fly the dolphins in. We don't even use the Bahamas dolphins. Wealthy black three-year-olds can <laughs> hey, swim with the dolphins. Swim with dolphins, man. Let's go. How wealthy do I have to get before that? I don't think I can pull that off. <laughs> I don't even know how much money I have until yeah. he wants to do something. <laughs> right, they have to. And look. I say, hey, I can afford that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a helicopter to Catalina Island. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Again, yeah. what three-year-old's like, you know what I want to do? And starts calling shots. This is bad parenting, say, Tony. Say, Dada, you know, <laughs> two days ago, Dada, I want to go back to the Bahamas. Okay, when do you want to go? He's been and he when went, do you wow. want to go? Said, when do you want to go? For Christmas. He's been alive three I, years. What do you mean he's done? That's where Christmas is. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> three years don't even remember far enough back to want to go back. And that's the thing I always, that is, that is I always true. think about that because I moved, uh, the neighborhood I lived in, that, that I grew up in, born and raised. Yeah. I moved there when I was three. And right. I vaguely remember where we lived before that. Like vague yeah. images yeah. of like, oh, I remember the hallway. I right. That, but you don't remember any trips when you were yeah. two. Because I broke so my like, leg when kid. I was two. Oh, yeah? And from there, I pretty much remember. Okay. And it was like two and a half. And I, and I twisted my leg at a drugstore. My parents should have sued. They didn't. They just made me walk it off. Oh, wow. But I, I busted my leg. And then I remember pretty vividly from there. And I'm, I'm rare. Like, that's right. a rare thing. It's a traumatic core experience. Right, so. right, right. Yeah. But three-year-olds shouldn't be going, you know what I miss? Our time on the beach. <laughs> You've been walking for yes. 18 months. What yes. do you mean you missed the beach? They act like it's nothing. When like, was the last time he was in the Bahamas? Uh, we went uh, in last May for his birthday. For his <laughs> he birthday. wants to go again. Yeah. And you're taking him. Going for Christmas. God damn it. We, uh, can you adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> I actually work. I'll bring something to the party, man. Yeah, right? I'll help out. I'll I'll I don't want to eat that every night. <laughs> <laughs> I might be picky. Every night. What do you want, what do you yeah. want for dinner? Chipotle. <laughs> like Chipotle? What'd you get that from? <laughs> it was Brady's first word. Yeah. <laughs> he was too screaming We Chipotle. have a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like you're giving him too much? Oh, I, I know I am. You are. I'm He's going to ruin him. He's, I, I, well, they I'm, give me a hard time. I'm going to try to start, yeah. you know. Reining it, it in. No more trips to the Bahamas older, is a good start. Like, he'll, he'll realize more like, hey, you can't just do that. You can't just have everything. I bought. A, I left a toy. This is real, true story. I left a toy, a, a Hot Wheel. Just uh-huh. left one on his uh, on top of one of his toys as I was leaving the house to go to the airport yesterday. And he's coming home and I'm, you know, hugging him in the driveway. And I say, hey, Dad, I left a toy on top of, I got this big, this big truck called Super Duper. Right. I left a toy on top of Super Duper for you. Okay, I got to go to the airport. I love you. I'll see you Saturday. Okay, bye, Dada. Walks in the house, sees the Hot Wheel. I don't want this. Throws it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Throws it. That's your fault. Now, had I gotten a Hot Wheel at three, I was like, oh, my God, I got a Hot, a hot wheel. wheel. Yeah. I don't, I don't want this. <laughs> this is Force someone them. else's. Yeah. This is a pauper's Hot Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I want to meet him. I want to hang out with him. He he'll sounds like Saturday. really he'll super in. He'll, he'll go on a rant about yeah. the slap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does he talk about Uncle Chris? I know he's been screwed he's all, over. Every uncle. Every, he'll hand me my phone and just say, I want to talk to Uncle Kenny. Oh, I'm going to talk to Uncle Kenny. What Kenny. is going on with this incredibly high IQ three-year-old? Walks, walks in my, the bedroom the other day and says, Dada. True story. I'm not make This kid is unbelievable. Walks in. Dada. How do cell phones work? <laughs> I just spit all over that. Wow, I think you made like, me spit. Wow. Wow. What's the I answer? Say, kid, you got me there. Got me. I'll try <laughs> to figure it out. There's a battery. I'll try to figure it out. 
You're wrecking him because, I mean, like he's nothing's going to be good for him when he gets old. My friend is. That's the fear of a parent. Well, I got a friend you, with you, money, and he takes his young kids, like, for dinners to like the most expensive restaurants and i'm like there's nobody that your daughters will ever date that will make no for daughter happy good good (laughs) for daughter good good keep them away don't even entertain the riffraff when yeah well that's for daughter you should absolutely do that you should give her flowers and be very you know talkative and just let her know and so no no boy is good enough so then some 52 year old's gonna come with like a 19 year old he's gonna have sex with my son (laughs) he's the only woman just a couple years away like dad I can't do these teenagers what's going on that's a real woman that's exactly what's going to happen. I went to the Bahamas when I was three. What can this girl on this tricycle give me? <laughs> then you get slapped. <laughs> yeah, then you're getting hit. This kid's coming after you. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I could never be a parent. I'm so happy I made the decision not to do that. I couldn't do it because no, I probably ha- fall into no, that. No, you have to do it. Never, ever, ever in my life. You gotta. No, because they grow up and they'll kill you. you well, like too many kids. I watch too much Dateline, and the kids just eventually, especially with money. They, they start realizing, I have to work for some of this. And then they kill the parents. The Menendez thing. That's white kids. <laughs> I'm white. I'm, I'm white, Tony. It's, I'm not going to have anything else. If that, either that or I'm going to have like, some, like, a, like a mixed race kid, and they're going to hate me because I'm white. Yeah, because they don't I have an win. identity. That's yeah, right. Not, because yeah, I'm the one who screwed it, it up. Yeah. It's your fault. Right, I made right. them too beige, and they don't yeah. fit in anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the problem, so I don't want that. No, I watch no, I'm trying to set a standard for my son that he always realizes, like, you know, so I tried. I set out to yeah. try to set a standard to make him appreciative for everything. Yeah, can I tell you but something? I kinda, You've I'm blown three, it in 36 three, months. In less than a car loan, you have screwed this kid up. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got Bahamas. I've never been to the Bahamas. Really? Twi- well, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can recommend some places if you want to go. Because he's like, a, I'll get him on the phone. Yeah. He'll, like, He'll have your trip planned yeah. out. The Will Foders. He's going to give yeah. you a guide to all the good restaurants. Uh, There's Tony- a Hot Wheel store. Yeah. This- <laughs> yeah, Lego Land is amazing. What does a three-year-old like about the Bahamas? Uh, the beach. He's a just as a beach. Like, he's, he's outside. He's kind of like I am. I was an outside baby. I wasn't a kid that was in the house. Okay. Playing video games a lot, and just I was outside. I would yeah. wake up. I wanted my bike. I was wanted to go. Yeah. I would grab my basketball. I would go for the day. So he's one. Of I'm, those. I'm the middle child, so I was the kid that would wake up, and you wouldn't see me until do your own time. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of missing. I didn't realize there were so many kids in my neighborhood because I never see them. Right. And then like uh, like some bus thing happened, and they had to start walking. I'm uh-huh. like, there's a bunch of them. Where where are they hiding? They never and go I grew outside. Up with a big family, so yeah. I like the noise of a bunch of kids in the yeah. house playing and laughing. So when his friends come over for a play date. And then the house just being rowdy and yelling. Yeah. Mommy's like, "Hey, keep it down." I'm like, "No, no, no, let him go. Let him." I yeah. love, I love that noise. I love to hear the laughter and the running around because that's what I grew up with. Yeah. So, and, and was this kid a part of a plan? Uh, well, I put it in without a condom. So <laughs> well, you started playing. I guess that's the plan. <laughs> I got a phone call like, hey, yeah. remember that plan? Yeah, there's another plan. 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 The other plan is Planned Parenthood that's part of a plan. <laughs> or plan B. Plan, or plan, B. plan B. There's plans everywhere. So, you know, like blueprints are all around you. <laughs> he so, chose this one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so you didn't, like, is it because you said you weren't married? And you, I don't know if you're in a long-term relationship or is this was sort of a uh-oh? Yeah, it was, no, no, it was no uh-oh. uh-oh. It was no uh-oh. It was, like, it was, what an uh-oh that would it be. Was, it was, for, this is great. This is going to be amazing, and this is yeah. it's just as amazing, if not more, than I thought it was. No be. kidding. Yeah. yeah, well, that's good. That's good that Life you changes. like it, because I think changes. I'd be like, I hate this. I want to. Nah, you would not be. I you think you not. have to be a little nope. bit. You know why I say that? Because every parent eventually, this is the thing I've said for years, is when they they hear from people like me right. who, you know, I don't have them. I can do whatever I want. Right. 
and I, I always hear them say, you, 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 you're great with all the things you're doing, but uh, I, I love my kids, don't get me wrong. But if I didn't have them, and then they start to explain a life that would be so extraordinarily different than what they have. But they always start the sentence with, I love my kids, don't get me wrong. Well, that can be said for wife, too. But that's right. Sure. That's true. I love my wife, don't get me wrong. What if I didn't have her? Yeah. Right. Here's how Boy, everything I'd be would be. going to the Bahamas, Bahamas right now. <laughs> Nobody ever says, I love my kid, don't get me wrong. But if I didn't have them, life would be ten times worse. I'd never get this. And they always talk about all the things that are better without them. Okay, well, I love my kid. But? Don't get me wrong. But if I didn't have them, I wouldn't have even known that I have this depth of love in Oh, me. see, that's a beautiful thing. I didn't even I don't realize you, I had the capacity for yeah. this much love no until my child. Do you have it The for, love of a child. I, 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 know, I know. It makes I me I didn't sick. have it for any. <laughs> it I love my siblings. Ill. I thought, yeah. like, this is real, true. I love right. these guys. My kid blows that away. See, I think I have that for my dogs. I think for it's your dogs. I think it's equal. But that's the same. Because <laughs> it's a true love that I just don't have. Then you yeah, my kid's not in the window like this when I come yeah, home. Like, right, yeah. yeah. Dogs are like, my God, that thing loves me yeah. no matter what. Because they have what. no concept of time. So when you walk out and Zero. come back, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. It's the best. And yeah. God forbid I stand next to the cookie jar. I, I, now I know how Santa feels. It's like right. the greatest thing in the world. So, I, yeah, I couldn't do that Your with a kid. Your kids are pretty much that way, unless they're in trouble. Like, no, but a dog they'll kill you will and know they'll do drugs. They did something bad in the house right, when you come right, in. My right. dogs will never call me. At 11 when they're 17 to tell me that they're in jail for heroin. Damn, heroin? You took it all the way there? <laughs> well, yeah. we're in Phoenix. It's everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like fentanyl. I didn't want to go that far, but yeah. I'm 15 years oh, into it. Yeah, you're two years away from the call. I don't think it. I, Dada. If it happens, She's going to use know. the cute word, too, like you use. Dada. Oh, what is it, Curbs? Uh, heroin, I have some. That's an so, easy yeah. fix. Can't do it. Dogs <laughs> Jada, <laughs> Jada, can you come <laughs> over here and uh, help me out? Yeah, I just, I can't. I can't imagine. I think of all the bad things. I'd be an anxiety-riddled mess. Well, th- that's, that can that's be, true yeah. because, yeah. keep in mind, my child is a beautiful, cute, three-year-old black boy. Uh-huh. black boy. Uh-huh. In the blink of an eye, he's going to go from, oh, he's so cute, to he was walking behind me. I thought he had a knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, Wait a oh yeah, you're afraid of the society's <laughs> society's fear. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to be afraid. Yeah. Of no, it's going to be like <laughs> no. Some, he'll experience some old white lady will say, "Hey, he's yeah. on the planes now." They go, "Oh my god, he's so cute." And that same white lady in ten years, yeah, is gonna he might experience it in, yeah. in school too, right. from the kids. Right. That, it's an excellent right. point. Yeah, Another so that's reason the thing, that's not the thing that gives me like tremendous amount of old white women when I when I think about him growing up and me being older. It's like, damn, we got to have those com- – that's that's the yeah. fear. The only fear I have is those conversations I got to have with a little black kid. That he still sees the world yes. without that. And he someday goes, he has to He's see one that. of like two black kids in his whole school. Ooh. He goes to daycare. Every yeah. kid is – Just lily white. Little white kid, maybe a <laughs> couple of Indian kids, and these two black kids. And that's it. And that's it. And that's all he knows. And right and he now – He just knows them from – He hey, I play with Roro. I play yeah. with Sienna. I play, he has no – he says nothing about color. Right. Color. So, you know, I know that day's coming where he goes, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And then I got to have that conversation. And then that that's the thing that gives me oh, hope. See, you there's can find another reason that's why You can find a good bubble But that's why him. I'm yeah. so, just let him be a baby. Let him yeah. have toys and Bahamas and. See, this is the beautiful right. time I yeah, would like. Yeah, and then, I'm like, and, he doesn't, and reality sets too, Yeah, He doesn't have to deal with that right now. And then the new stuff that people are on nowadays, the new stuff. Right. Yeah. Where he says, hey, how come this guy looks like that? Right. And oh, yeah. Like, with the, with the oh, people he, in dresses oh, and stuff. Oh, he got, uh, how do I have that conversation? Yeah. So just let him you be You do it the old-fashioned way. Let He's crazy, crazy, son. <laughs> <laughs> that, that lady in, is crazy. <laughs> when they were driving in L.A., and the guy was got no shirt on, like with a blanket, just crossing the street, waving a blanket. <laughs> and I said under my breath, look at this guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he heard it, and the rest of the week, everybody There's walked fun. in front of the car. Dada, yeah. look at this guy. It would be better if you just said, look at this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. See, now, that would be the thing. I would corrupt it. I can't have it. I'm, I'm too old. And I got, I got all cut up, burned out. Yeah. No chance. I'm shooting blanks, and I'm staying that way. Yeah, yeah. I love dogs, and I like your kids. <laughs> your kids go away. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like little living Planned Parenthood. Yeah, they when show I was, up, when and I was, then they disappear. When I was the best uncle before my son was born. I was the best uncle. Like, yeah. I was Uncle Christmas. Every time I came around, it was a good time. Yeah. Now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to love on my Now you're daddy take Christmas. Take yours back. I'll yeah. love on mine. I hope he likes uh, the Bahamas the second time. Yeah, a lot we'll of see what it's like in the winter. We we've never <laughs> yeah, gone to winter. I didn't like it. You never wintered in the Bahamas? wintered. Third goddamn winter. <laughs> I mean, that ain't right anyway that he's got one winter. We're wintering in the Bahamas. Like, We're this is the Bahamas. your third one. You've hat tricked life for. Come and you on. try to tell them a couple of times uh, when they get a little bit older. Uh, similar trips like that if they if yeah. they have that and like look it's not this way yeah. every time no, it can be no, yeah, Very yeah. True. yeah. Very well true. tony rock you're uh, awesome thank you for coming down here thanks, thanks for having me hey, tell us words of wisdom on your way out the door Word, oh words of wisdom fix the world Wor- words of wisdom your life i was i just said this to my brother last night my younger brother last night your life is like a composition notebook right if the trauma and all of the bad stuff that happens on page one yeah like you take a composition notebook and scribble on the first page. That's all the trauma and stuff from your past. If you take it to page two, that page is messed up as well. Take it to page three, that page is messed up. But if you leave it there, every other page is clear for you to have your own, live your own life. Yeah. So you can't take the stuff from your past into your future because it, it's like walking with dirty boots into a, a driving looking a, 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 a new mirror, a new house. You're not gonna be able to move. You forward. can't take the stuff yeah. that you walked leave around in the past. Into a new house because yeah. now you're trekking it all through the new house. Yeah. So, so whatever leave, happened in the past, leave it in the past. Deal with it. Don't be a trauma hoarder. That's right. Yeah, don't don't take the trauma with you into the future. That's right. Fought with a clean slate every morning. Tony Rock, who's going to talk about the slam and get your tickets to see me at the Improv tonight. <laughs> and you want to see trauma, baby? I'm bringing up the trauma. trauma. One show tonight, two shows tomorrow, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah, Tony will scribble on your pages. You don't have to do it. Oh, it's I'll scribble tonight. on your pages, girl. <laughs> that's got to be. That's got to mean something we don't know. I scribbled. More wisdom. I scribbled all over pages. You know, come uh, get your pages scribbled on. Uh, Tony's at the Tempe Improv tonight. TempeImprov.com. Thanks, man. It's uh, 98 KUPD. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. Sweet. Rammstein. I can't. I, I want them in, in. We've been doing it wrong. I want them in Sphere. In Vegas. It's not the Sphere. Sphere. I would love if Rammstein went up there and played that big weird basketball that they got in the center of the strip fantastic safe pyro that's right it's all yesterday and i have to apologize a little bit but not really to brady uh an inauthentic insincere apology to brady Uh oh Uh, yesterday we found out we had an extra room brady and i were gonna share a room in las vegas we had an extra room Mm -hmm. that uh uh i then gave to brady voluntarily and brady said something that sort of was painfully emotional when i told him i said uh I basically text, hey, there's an extra room if you want it, if you want your own room, if you want your own room. I just kept texting that over and over and over to him. If you'd like your own room, if you just kind of get it in your head. And you t- and Brady texts back with, I just thought for our anniversary <laughs> 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 that we would, of course, be sharing a space. 
And I said, no. No. I can't. I can't do it. You have, you have your own room now. Like a grown boy. Like a grown man. But I, I did. I was touched emotionally. I just assumed since it was anniversary, we could spend a little time together all night long. <laughs> it was weird. But it did make me emote for a second. And then I'm like, God damn it. No, don't fall for that. No. You, you're in your own room. So uh, the, we leave tomorrow. And now we know we've got a one-legged guy on the plane. And things are going to get weird. No pictures. As, as we quote Bruno Mars, it's going to get weird tonight. So no pictures. Anybody that wants to Instagram and do all this stuff while we're while somebody's snorting coke off of that one-legged guy's nub, Brady. Not going to be on the instance. Yeah. When Peg is there. Speaking of Peg, did your wife come over here and peg me, huh? Get that nub up in me. It's Vegas. I'm everybody. So, it's going to be weird, but you got your own room. For a minute there, because I didn't know Ben booked just enough rooms and then had a nice suite for the two of us and I'm like ah that's nice I can tolerate that but now that I found out there was an extra one I think we all agree and if you don't like that idea then stay with Brett and Mathiah in their room I'm not having it hell no No, thank you (laughs) it's not Mathiah and I's first anniversary yet (laughs) it's your third with her It's been here for three of the 22, so you can celebrate 22 years with me, or you can have this nice new sweet piece of ass I'm offering up in Brett's room in the uh, form of Brett. You don't want the same old, same old? Yeah. Look, I mean, 22 years, you've seen it. You don't need to be in my room. All right, I'll go with Brett. I like to wander around a room. Yeah, this is a good tug spot. Just stand in the middle of it and go. Can't do that with you there. What time are we going back to the room? About 8.30? 8.30 dark? And then I got to sneak back in at four in the morning and come on, keep it down. Getting some shut eye. You'll go back to the room. There's a tie on the doorknob. I would like that. The worst part would be is that I've been in the room for an hour and a half and I'm hearing. (laughs) What? Hey, it's six thirty in the morning. I know breakfast starts at seven. I'll be in the shower. Hey. Are you getting up for breakfast or am I on my own? God damn it, it's Vegas. Nobody gets up at 6. I'm going to open these curtains. It's dark in here. <laughs> hey! Citizens of Las Vegas! <laughs> Look at the strip in the morning. No one's seen the strip in the morning. <laughs> Ever. Nobody's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed here. Stop it! Room service every four hours. Room service? Just roll it over next to that corpse. Thank you. I tipped him 7%. I'm going nuts. (laughs) Tyson, hammer the eggs. You got your own room, and my fear will be it will be the room next to mine, and I'll still hear. (laughs) (laughs) The baby. No. (laughs) I kidnapped a child. (laughs) It found us on the strip. I found a baby. (laughs) Stop slamming the doors. I have to poop. So hopefully the rooms have thick walls. So I don't have to hear you if he's next door. (sighs) Not like those ones at the Rio. Oh, my God. The worst. An hour. Paper thin. I believe his name was Steve. Just plowing that girl. (laughs) The greatest finish in the history of eavesdropping, though. 
when Steve pounded. Uh, uh, oh, God, Steve. Oh, are you ready? Are you going to finish? Yeah, not in my hair. Oh, God damn it, Steve. <laughs> and I'm in bed. <laughs> Worth it for an hour and no sleep. <laughs> Steve finished in your hair. Now get in the bathtub, hooker. You're not sleeping in the big bed. Anyway, uh, it's 920. We got our FanDuel picks uh, for the weekend, and we start our gambling today. Uh, did Toledo win again last week? It would be three weeks in a row if Toledo pulled his uh, third. I think he had my No, I think he as- lost. I think, he, I think we all mushed. Oh, I mushed hard. My team yeah. my team knocked me out. On Thursday, I was mushed. Oh, yeah, you got beat up on the Thursday game. Uh, it's 920. We're going to do our FanDuel picks and start our gambling weekend early. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 There you go. Smashing pumpkins before that wings. That's right. Live and let die. Brady let the Guns N' Roses slip past me. I was on a week off from Guns N' Roses. I go pee. I come back Guns N' Roses. Is Sorry about that. That's, that's your fault. That's me. It's all right. They're gone. There's yeah. no more selling Guns N' Roses. We that's can get true. back to enjoying their music and not... And being mad at them for their yeah. deal. Uh, it is time now for the FanDuel picks of the week. We do our football picks on Thursday, four of them. We pick the Cardinals game. We pick our favorite teams. And then an upset and a lock of the week. My team is not playing this week. They're on the bye. So I'm picking a different game, I'll tell you that. Uh, but in the meantime, before we get to that, of course, the Diamondbacks being in the NLCS is huge news in sports. I don't know if they're going to play the Phillies or if they're going to play the Braves. But I'm kind of half rooting for the Phillies. Uh, because... He did it. Fans? I, you I, I do hate the fans, but I am. There's one one reason I want the Phillies here is because Nick Castellanos did it again last night. I don't know if you were watching. Just talking to a guy on email about this. Nick Castellanos had a great night last night, and he's the one, of course, famous for Tom Brenneman's. You know, I don't know if I'm ever going to even put the headset on again. Uh, I'm a man of faith. Uh, these are words I don't. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. That's out of here. Reds go up four zero. I don't know if I'm going to have a job after this. Castellanos is known for that. But there is a thing on the internet where Nick Castellanos hits home runs when the broadcasters are talking about something horrible. The Pirates were doing it about one of their coworkers that had cancer and was dying. Castellanos goes long. Another one where they're talking about a family member or a family in the audience and someone was very sick and they'd lost them. Nick Castellanos goes deep. Last night, I, I can't even remember what they were talking about. They-, they were talking about... Um, a manager going through physical therapy uh, because something horrible happened to him. And boom, Castellanos goes deep again. Every time He's the, master. the people are talking about something terrible, Nick Castellanos hits a home run. And it's awkwardly hilarious every time. He has this penchant for <laughs> ruining an emotional moment. He must or wear an inner ear. He has to know. It's like, well, I better go up there and slam one and get this guy out of his pickle. Too bad he said the homo F word on the air, but watch it's like this. Ruth calling his shot. Yeah. He's just like that guy shows up with little Timmy or whatever. He is, he is, he is uh, Satan's minion on the baseball <laughs> field to go, oh, we're having a precious moment about a veteran who has something wrong with his lungs. Nick's up. He did it again last night. And I giggled again. I'm like, the guy can do it every time. And I hate to bring this up during the game, but uh, a manager that uh, we're very fond of for Atlanta has had a. A rough go, and he's going through physical therapy. He's not here tonight. It's been a very tough... There's a deep drive by Castellanos, my famous last words. 
as they're telling the story, I'd like to have a dugout camera. The phone rings. Yep. Manager picks yep. it up. <laughs> gives him the wave at the plate. Something horrible going on in the booth. Get Casty a pinch hit. <laughs> His guaranteed runs. If Tom Brenneman, when he dies, if I'm allowed to be at the funeral... Nick Castellanos is going to hit a home run the second everybody's saying, you know, Tom was a man of faith. He was a good man. You know, we went through his trials, his tribulations. There's a deep drive by Castellanos that's going to be out of here. If he doesn't have it on his tombstone, here lies Tom Brenneman. Father of deep drive by Castellanos. It interrupts everything. And it's becoming silly. So I am rooting for the Phillies because that means they get to play longer and there's more chances that Nick Castellanos ruins uh, a heartfelt talk. Pay attention to it. I think it's there. If you haven't seen the thing on the internet where they've mashed them all together, there's like seven Castellanos deep drives during terrible conversations, and they're all awkward. And he did it again yesterday, so add it to the pile. Keeps growing. No, it's the, the legend of Castellanos' bat. It's going to be a movie someday. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Our football picks are here. The Cardinals are uh, getting their thing together. Where'd my stuff go? My Uh-oh. bets are missing. Oh, no. I already did them. All right, there's one. No, did I you? Oh, here it is. Okay, gotcha. Uh, all right, there we are. So many to choose from. So many to choose from. All right, the Cardinals are playing uh, the Rams in Los Angeles this weekend. Uh, Brady, I want you to pick the point spread and uh, how the Rams Yeah, I need the them. Rams to cover nine and a half. All right, that's what, exactly what I have. Brett? I got Cardinals plus seven. Giving them plus seven and... Toledo. Plus ten and a half. Plus ten and a half. All right, there you go. I have the Rams minus eight and a half. I think they're going to win in cover, so mine's the other way. So I thought I had nine and a half, eight and a half. Uh, Brady, pick your team. Who are the Bengals playing? Toledo's Sea Chickens, and I'm going with the Bengals on this. I think uh, Joe Shiesty had a great week. All right. He's, they're starting to find their stride a little bit. All right. He had a great game last week. You don't know if he had a good week or not. Right, right, I was going to say, yeah. you watch <laughs> him practice. Not, in practice. I've been following the Bengals website. You have no idea. He's had a great practice. You don't know what kind of week he's had. But you don't know what I do. You know, I do kind of. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually fairly predictable. You reveal but, you yourself yeah. pretty well. Somebody said there wouldn't be a tie on the door uh, for Brady's hotel room. There'd be a menu. <laughs> yes. And you walk in and you're like, Brady? And there's just food everywhere and he's laying there. Get out. I don't want you to see me like this. You haven't had anything to drink. I'm f***ed up, man. You're right. Vegas, baby. He wouldn't be that guy that puts his tray neatly outside no. the door in the hallway. <laughs> just strewn all over. Like the party got out of hand, but there hasn't been any drinking at all. Just pizza. You're solo? English muffins and egg yolk. and uh, Brett, who do you, or actually I'll go with you, Seahawks and Bengals. That's the same, same game. Uh, taking my team plus four and a half. Ooh, battle. Somebody's not going to win. Uh, Brett? Uh, Bears, Bears against the uh, Vikings. Can they do it two in a row? They yes. broke their fourteen. Game I'm going race. with yes. Bears straight up over the Vikings. Yes. The Vikings and Bears will switch switch spots on a last the place. basement. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's a big call right there. I think uh, and DJ and uh, Justin may may have found the connection. We'll that's see. That's a big one. I'm going with the tightest point spread that I found was the Lions and Buccaneers. I'm taking the Lions to beat the Bucks in Tampa. <laughs> Because my Steelers have the week off. Uh, and people are like, oh, how convenient the Steelers have the week off when you plan the trip to Vegas. Yep. Right. When we yeah, put this exactly. together, they're like, what weekends are you available? And I'm like, this one, which is this weekend. The right. Steelers play, on a, play on, on a Sunday Thursday? night. Thursday night, November 2nd. There you so go. we can go the 3rd, the 4th, and 5th or by week. And it just so happened that SetJet could help us this week. So those are the only weekends this would work. The reason this took so long isn't necessarily all because of lawyers and our sales department. <laughs> it's also because of me and the Steelers. I'm not missing that. Uh, uh, okay, uh, Brady, who's your upset of the week? 
upset uh, the Texans over the New Orleans Saints. Ah. Wow, not bad. Uh, Brett? I'm hanging out in the Central. I'm going against you on this one. I'm going to take the Buccaneers over the Lions. Oh, you're going the other way. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Toledo, what's your upset of the week? Chargers over the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Wow. I saw that. All yeah, right. That's... It's only three points, but I'm taking them on the money line. Interesting. Is, and that's in Dallas. No, it's at SoFi. Oh, oh they're doing back-to-back games mm-hmm. at SoFi? Okay. You uh, know why I didn't do that game? takes too long for the bet to get finished. I have to wait until Monday. Yeah, I don't I'm too like impatient. I want to win on Sunday if I, I want to win know. when you hit the cash out, Brady. If you're, no, if you're don't cash in. out. A real man finishes the bet. He just said he would. He just oh, said he would. Cash out. I didn't say that. You cash said out. you can't wait. <laughs> the same way Toledo yeah. does on the people he owes money to in his fantasy football <laughs> and the waitresses at Hooters. Cash out. I'm leaving early. that long for it to end. I'm leaving early and I ain't paying the whole bill. Uh, I've got mine. Ready for this one? Browns are going to beat the 49ers. I thought about that one, too. In Cleveland, that defense is really good. They haven't played any offenses, really, that... Uh, No, but the defense is really good. And I think that this is that moment. Brock Purdy can't be 11-0 in regular season games. I agree. That's going to give. And it's going to give in a moment where they just exhale. They just had such a huge win over Dallas. They have to. Uh, All right. Uh, And finally, the lock of the week. Brady. Chiefs. Tonight. Yep, tonight. Toledo. Uh, the Lions. Going with the Lions is your lock. Wow. Over the Bucks. I disagree with you. Purdy's going to do it. You think he's going to beat him? Yeah, like I'm the taking Niners. the Niners over it's, the Browns. It's a safer bet. Uh, and I just made it that way also, so it bumped up my odds. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Kansas City tonight, too. That's seemingly too easy. impossible yeah. for Denver to win this game. But we'll see. That's what makes it fun. Mine is uh, plus 1646. Plus 721. Not bad. Plus 1418. Pretty good. Plus 1231. All right. Uh, Toledo kind of had the worst one, and he still makes 700 bucks on a $100 bet. So $10, you get $70 back. That's pretty good. Deep drive by Castellanos. We can only hope that some tragedy happens and Nick's up to the plate. Uh, it's 944. There you go. FanDuel, you make the world better. All sorts of offers right now. And that no-sweat same-game parlay is happening on Thursday nights. I believe you can get in on that tonight uh, because it's Thursday. That's how that works. It's 98 KUPD. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. Boys, we're almost done here today, and then we're a day away from the big uh, trip to Vegas. This is all good. Everything good is happening right now to us. I'm excited about that. It's time now for the entertainment drill, and it is brought to you by my friends over at reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. And if uh, you guys are interested, I told you about it yesterday. I'll say it again. Uh, There are a couple of spots open still for the women's only self-defense seminar happening December 2nd. Those seminars sell out fast, and it's for everybody. You don't have to be uh, involved in React Defense. You can just be off the streets and be involved in this. If you're a lady who's thinking about it, I always tell Brett, Mathiah, working in Mm -hmm. bars and doing that kind of stuff. And, you know, if you've got a wife who uh, walks around alone, hiking, whatever... Uh, put some of this uh, power in her in her tool belt. You know, that's basically what you're doing is just filling your tool belt with tools and making sure you're all right. The seminars are unbelievable. I've been to a few of them. The women's only seminars are unreal. You'll watch ladies go in saying, I really don't know. It's, I've never been in a fight. And by the end of it, they are throwing haymakers in real scenarios of attack. And they are confident and different people. It just turns you into a different person. And that's just in three hours of a seminar. Imagine uh, getting in there and being regular with it. That's amazing stuff. To watch people transform from being not so sure 
to having actual plans in place in case something weird happens in your life. You just never know. You could be at a Circle K. You could be walking down the street, having a nice day with your kids, and something goofy happens. And you just kind of have a better understanding of what you're capable of when you put yourself through those scenarios. It's an amazing thing. So if you're a lady and you're thinking about this, few slots left in the Glendale uh, Women's Only Self-Defense Seminar. It is so worth it. Ridiculously worth it. If you've got a wife, a mother, like if your mom's, Let's say your mom's like 60 or, you know, still active, but not necessarily got it all together with, you know, running around in public. You're like a little worried that she's out there on her own a lot. A lot of older ladies walking. Get her out there. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter what your skill level is. They'll help you out. And they'll make it better. You'll just come out of it better. And what's what's wrong with that? Starting your day in one position and ending it better than you started. That's the goal. ReactDefense.com. That's the place to do it. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. It is the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense. Brady, entertain me. Host Jesse Palmer is hoping the Golden Bachelor does well. It will. Because he's interested in hosting a Golden Bachelorette afterwards. Where a bunch of uh, old dudes rub uh, their yes, slimy, one flaccid cranks on some grandmother. Sponsored by Blue <laughs> Did you just call her a gray swan? I did. <laughs> Well, yesterday you can watch the Golden Bachelor tonight. Still don't have confirmation on it, but that picture Brett popped up yesterday on the uh, screen made us all wonder if pubes just fall out. Oh, I don't want to uh, know. Uh, that was baby. That I'm was with yes. baby bald. That wasn't shaved or waxed. That was an old lady was baby bald, and I've never seen anything that old naked. So I don't know if that's a thing. Is that a thing? I you got me. Anyway, you showed. I it skipped to me. those porns. Speaking of old ladies, um, Sherry Shepard had uh, Joy, Joy Behar on her show yesterday, <laughs> and they talked about Barbara Walters. She once made sweet, sweet love to Richard Pryor. All right. Paul Mooney, which <laughs> oh, confirmed it, the comedian. Oh, Paul Mooney, because he walked in on him. Listen here, baby. I know for a fact that that happened. Richard Pryor had sex with that woman. I knew it because I walked by the hallway and I heard, Richard Pryor put it in me. <laughs> and I knew exactly who it was. According to Joy, she told Sherry, Barbara liked a brother. She liked she brothers like crazy. She, yeah, she said he, the last major crush was on uh, former Secretary of State Colin Brady, Powell. my favorite, favorite website is com. <laughs> I, I love a black man. A big black wang. Put it in me, Blady. Me deep in wangs. A big black wang. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, Spirit Halloween has found a pretty cool way to celebrate. They're taking over the Blairstown Diner in New Jersey, which was featured in the original Friday the 13th back in 1980. They're hosting events throughout the day, including axe throwing, whore face painting. Whore face painting? Yeah, whore face painting. <laughs> And bloody pie eating contest. Ew. Speaking of bloody, I also love that. Oh. <laughs> Eat a bloody pie, I give you. My bloody pie. Bubba, what was bloody pies? Cher wants <laughs> you to know she did not have her son kidnapped. I hired somebody to do it. <laughs> she hired four men to abduct him from a New York City hotel room. She said it was not... Uh, a kidnapping, yeah. as it was told. Basically, like it was an intervention. Inter- yeah, it was a drug intervention. You're not supposed to do it that way. And, um, but she goes, but you're a mother. You got to do what you have to do. 
you're you're there for your kids no matter what. That's right. You're there to kidnap them when they need it the most. <laughs> the first time Madonna met Al Pacino, she stuck her ear deep or her tongue whoa, deep into whoa, his whoa. ear. <laughs> oh, she stuck wow. her ear into my She's tongue. Good with that ear. <laughs> that lady That's how lo- Al tells it. Her holes are loose everywhere. She can do that with her ear. It was the only uh, uninterrupted fortress I was willing to penetrate. <laughs> this uh, friend of hers is writing a new book about, about Madonna. Her ears? And she was there when it happened. She said, introduced him to Al, and she immediately tongued his ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Get in there. Yeah. This weirdo is in my ear. Oh, I can hear it. That's what I like. Wax. Oh, yeah. You got a little bit of the ball of wax. <laughs> All right, material girl. Work your way down to that salad. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Oh. Brady, don't moan like that. Ooh-ah. That's a That makes the story Yuck. worse. He's doing his Madonna What impression. is going on? Ooh-ah. Hey, let me get in there, too. That? <laughs> My ears are all wet now. I'm going to get an infection. <laughs> Somebody give me some of that ear dry like I've been swimming. <laughs> Finally, James Hetfield says Lars never rehearsed a Metallica, never rehearsed for Metallica concerts until about four or five years ago. He just thought he remembered everything. He's got it down. Oh, man. Well, that's something you don't like discovering on stage. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot that one. I think Corey Feldman's band doesn't rehearse for their shows either. No way. (laughs) I hope not. We'll learn on the road. I hope that isn't the polished product. God, and Larry came in and goes, ah, it looked pretty bad, the video. So, yes, yes. But you have to see it when Feldman's in town. You can't believe the spectacle that is happening in front of you. Is this guy, is, that's the thing. It's like, is this guy f- serious? After every song, you say that. You you say it during songs, before songs, and after songs. I even heard Brady say, is this guy f- serious? <laughs> There's no God. I heard Brady say that several times last night. And you weren't wrong. What a way to find out at yeah. Corey Feldman. <laughs> it's true. It was just flat weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a ton of that. <laughs> and then when uh, he he uh, he met her, uh, the the keyboardist, when he met yeah. Corey's keyboardist, and then he met Corey, Brady said. And they're blown around. <laughs> oh, wait, ah, damn it, I did it wrong. <laughs> did you blow her? <laughs> what? Did you blow her? Have you blown her yet, Corey? What? Anyway, creepiest day ever. And I loved every second of it. Don't tell me Corey Feldman's bad. We know that. I want to go to that. It's bad. Of course it's bad. Of course it's bad. The best bad you'll ever see. It isn't about being good at any point. It's about being... It's like going to a magic show and you're like, I can't believe everything I'm seeing. Penn and Teller are less illusionists. Than this guy, like the, like the things you, it's easier to figure out what's going on on a Penn and Teller stage than it is on a Corey Feldman stage. What is happening up there? Why he's, does he change? Why is it changing? Why? It's not necessary. Of course, it's bad. He's the only one that doesn't know it's he's bad. He's the only yes. one not in on it. Oh my yes. god! Anyway, I'm going to go home and think about Corey. Probably going to wear out in another eight hours, and then I'm just going to pine for next one. Uh, that's it for us. We're done. Thursdays are in the books. Uh, I'm going to go meet my little dogs today. I forgot about that. I got to go to. 
the puppies. I forgot it's Thursday. I'm going to go over there to the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue starting right now. Uh, you guys have yourselves a phenomenal uh, Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. It's out of control now.